What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Primetime Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey Maylari. So today is a special episode. i got my boy, the sports guru, Mike Hurley, coming on today to give his NFL season predictions. He'll be breaking down where he thinks each quarterback will perform this year in rankings. I will be doing the same, so we'll be ranking NFL starter quarterbacks 1 through 32. We'll also give some backups that we potentially think could perform well as well. And we'll also break down the NFC and AFC divisions and talk where we think each team will place in each division. So it'll be a great episode. Hope you guys enjoy it. So here we are back on the Sports Guru, Mike Hurley, live on air. Mike, how are we doing, kid? Here we go. This is good. We've been waiting for this episode. Prep for the season. The sports guru, Mike Hurley. This kid knows sports all around, whether it's hockey, baseball, basketball, football. Whenever I need a big sports take, whenever I need an opinion on a game, a player, fantasy, who to draft, you go to this guy, Mike Hurley. So it's going to be a big Cinderella episode. Team, Cinderella team for the uh, NCAA. Or Roberts, baby. This kid knows his stuff. And, and that's why I say I go to him always. So when we're talking quarterbacks here, even though we're going to differ on who he thinks, top five, top 10, top 20, whatever it may be, at the end of the day, I respect his opinion, he respects mine. And I know, yeah, you know, at the end of the day, it's going to play out the way it's going to play out in the NFL season. But, but the beauty of it is that right now, season hasn't started, so no one's right right now. Everyone's, so we'll see everyone's pretty healthy. You get to make a projection. But that's the thing. Why, the re- reason why doing this right now is the best is because the season hasn't started. So obviously, it's no right or wrong right now. And that's why it's a great conversation. By week eight, everyone knows who's going to be the MVP just about it's in the conversation. But right now, no one knows. So who knows who's going to be the next quarterback to break out this year and hopefully we give you guys some insight into that and we're definitely gonna have some arguments so looking forward to uh seeing who you got in your top five top ten and all that so start off we're gonna break down one through five six through ten eleven through twenty and then twenty one through thirty two and then we'll talk backups that we think could potentially break out so what do you, you got anything to say before we begin do you want me to give my first five you can start out yeah you can start out one through five go ahead i got you <clears throat> all right obvious number one Tom Brady. Okay. I got Josh Allen. All right. Joe Burrow. I got Justin Herbert. Then Pat Mahomes at five. Wow. Okay. Okay. You got Mahomes at five, kid. I thought he was going to be maybe three, even though I know, I know, I know you're not the biggest fan. I know you're not the biggest. I know we'll get into uh, at some point, either this episode or next, um, how the teams are going to be doing. And I don't think Mahomes is winning the division. So, you know, it's a reason to uh, dock him a couple points. He just lost Tyreek Hill. He's, he's going to regress. No more easy gimme. 75-yard bombs to the cheetah. Okay, I get that. I think he could still be top three in most years. A five is respectable. I, I honestly people, thought he could have been 10 yeah. on yours. I know because he's not a big fan of him. So he could have well, been 10. People say he might have regressed last year compared to uh, he struggled. before. Teams, teams have figured him out. You know, He struggled. The game plan against him, he's got to... He's going to evolve a little bit. It was like week 8 through like 12 last year. He was brutal. Week 6 through 10 or something. There's like a four-week stretch, a five-game stretch, and he was really struggling. I know you're not the biggest fan of him, so having a five, honestly, I'm surprised a little bit to a degree. You know, I know you're not you the biggest fan. You think that's high for me? I thought you might have had him like seven just because I know you're not the biggest fan of him, just to, you know, spite him a little bit. But I respect no, that, see, though. I mean, I respect what he's what he's done in the league since he's got in. He's you got think a he's a little – He just – he makes some errant throws. You don't like the baby the goat talk. You don't like the baby goat talk. I know you said you t- he turns a ball over, but you don't like the baby goat talk. Is there a baby goat? Does the baby goat exist, McVay or Mahomes? No, there's no such thing. The baby goat. They say Belichick, Brady, McVay, Mahomes. You might be listening to a little BB too much and Stephen MM. Smith. Stephen A? Too much Stephen A. Hey, I know Felger and Maz, your boys aren't big fans of him. But Eminem, Mahomes, McVay, baby. That could be the new baby goat. That's what ESPN was saying for a couple of years, though. They were, also, they were always saying is... McVay, the baby goat, which 
I don't know if there's a baby goat. I don't know if that's a real thing. If you're the goat, you're the goat. They were, they were talking goat. more about McVeigh's retirement than they were about him being the greatest. A couple years ago, though, when he was, you know, just starting out in the league three or four years ago now, and he's breaking out, and they Losing were really the good. Losing the Super Bowl to the Pats, yeah. What was it, four years ago was the first season? But, yeah, I, I know you're not the biggest fan of McVeigh either, so it makes sense. Anyways, so you've got number one, Brady, two, Josh Allen, three, Joe Burrow, four, Herbert. Burrow, Herbert, and then Mahomes. Herbert's probably... You know, that's the stretch pick. Okay, I, I got Herbert a little bit lower, which only because, I don't know, I think the Chargers will be good this year, but that division's just stacked. And at the end of the day, I mean, you really can't go wrong with who you're picking in that division, where you're going to rank those quarterbacks. All four of them, very good quarterbacks. It's going to be a stacked division this year. It's, it's a high-powered defense, too, you know, so he doesn't have to face his own defense. Yeah. So that helps. He's coming up and, a good year, too. You know, they've, they've got good receivers, and he's got a cannon. Mm-hmm. Plus, um, what they retooled the offensive line a little bit, put some yep. draft picks to that. So, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson. Yep, yep. They should be. I mean, it should be a good team. Should be the best team that he's played on yet, right? Mm-hmm. So, Definitely. And he had a good year really last year. Going into year three now is the sixth pick in twenty twenty. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a lock for you know mid thirties and touchdowns probably thirty eight touchdowns, 40. fifteen picks last year. I think he'll probably get around there again. Thirty five touchdowns. I think they'll. Probably run the ball just like they did last year too, and considering the fact that you know him and Eckler had such a great you know connection, they'll probably run that a lot too this year, and he'll probably have a lot of touchdowns in the red zone to him because that's how really last year worked. They were. I mean, if anything, it's coach held back from a few wins, right? They went for it on fourth down every time. Yeah, they got really screwed over. Many times they, yeah, you know, gave up games when they could have easily either punted and played for time or just made a. Better coaching decision. Definitely. Always going for it. You know, it's Sometimes the, it's the analytics, though, that tell you to go for it. But it, yeah, I know what you know, mean. They update these analytics when they go 0 for 4 on fourth downs in a game. Like it's If it's not working, you got to cut cut bait with it sometimes. I get that. I get that. I think I like analytics looking at the numbers. And I know we talked about this already, box scores and all that. But I like looking at the numbers, seeing where plays, especially in baseball, what the batting averages over the past couple weeks, what the batting averages against left-handed pitches, you know, starting left-handed pitches. But I think at the end of the day, you always got to go based on your gut reaction. You, you have a feel in the game that analytics can't tell you. If you're on the field right now, you know the team has the momentum and it's fourth and two and they already stopped you on a fourth, fourth down conversion. You don't go for it. Even if analytics say, last time you went for it in this position, fourth and one, you got it. I think you got to go based off gut reaction. So I'm, I agree with you. Maybe going on fourth every single time like they did was not well, the they, they say situational football. Like the situation is unique in each different game. you got different matchups. You know, a guy might be banged up, the weather, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. Maybe he's just off that day. He hasn't been hitting his throws. He doesn't have confidence. In Could be banged up. Certain. That's what I'm saying. So if you're looking at just the averages, yeah, maybe they've got a 55% chance to convert the fourth down. So it's worth it Mm -hmm. in general to go for it. But in a given situation, you know, sometimes maybe it's a long five yards that he's not going to pick it up. I get that. So I like like your reasoning there. That does make sense. I'm with you there. I agree with that. And I like, honestly, your order, even though obviously we're going to have a different order. And that's the beauty of this. I said, the season hasn't started. So this is why this conversation is great. What's the big shock in my top five? That's the thing, though. I I was surprised Mahomes was your fifth. I thought maybe Rodgers. I know you're not a big Rodgers guy either. I thought Rodgers might have been in there just to to have him in there. And I'm certainly not a Rodgers guy this year. But I guess my biggest surprise was is the Burrow at three. You know, that one, I think... Which I like. I have Burrow in my top of, five, too. I have Burrow in my top five. Year. I mean, he made it to the Super Bowl. 
you gotta give gotta give him some credit. Everyone was calling Mahomes the best in the league when he got to the Super Bowl his second year. And he beat Mahomes. He beat Mahomes head to head. So there's a reason to rank him currently ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And I think if anything, Burrow's team got a little better on offense. Yeah. And Mahomes, I mean, they lost Tyree Kill, so a little yeah. bit worse. And Burrow there's was sacked. One, there's only one Tyree Kill, right? So you're right. And Burrow was sacked 51 times last year, most in the NFL, but did lead the league in completion percentage. Seventy point four. He was coming off an injury, right? Twenty yep. ACL. He was. So he's got. In 2020. He's probably healthier coming in this year. Definitely. I mean, he got sacked the most in the league last year and still was the most accurate quarterback, 70.4% completion yeah. percentage, which is honestly well, very I mean, impressive. He was the guy. He was the guy hitting the long ball. He was. No, him, him and Jamar Chase and then also the most 50 bombs, T. Higgins. Right? He had a good amount. Jamar Chase had I think he led the at least three. in uh, deep ball. Accuracy, yeah. I'd have checked the Either deep. accuracy or a total you know, 50-yard hookups with wideouts. NFL advanced stats, they're always great for that. You can you know, the, see that. The other thing about Hill is Mahomes didn't always have to chuck at 60 yards. Like It could be a 15-yard slant, and then it goes for 70. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you there. And I think if you hey, look what? at it, I mean, that offense was so good last year. I think they're going to regress, especially considering they you know, got a little bit more on that offensive line. Um, got Lyle Collins. The former cowboy in there, and he's obviously a very good, you know, Patriots guy, right? Karras or something. Yep, yep. Ted Karras, right? He's the center, right? Yeah. So, so pretty good pickups. And if you look at right now, Joe Burrow last year had fifteen forty-plus yard passes and twelve fifty-plus yard passes, which was most oh, in the league. That's like almost every game. Next closest almost was Stafford with ten. He's dropping one downfield fifty yards. That's yeah. That's pretty good. I mean, I think Jamar Chase had at least a couple 50-yard touchdowns. I remember at Fantasy, he killed me a couple times. Like, I think know. he might have led the league as a receiver with the most 50-yard bones. And if you look at it, this is a pretty good you know, statistic uh, category. It's got a whole table, a whole statistic table here. If you look at it, he was very good, honestly, all around Burrow. He had 60, 20-plus-yard passes, which was in the middle. Brady had 75, so Brady, 20 and in, was, was locked in, 20-plus and in. at 20-plus and out, actually, I should say, not 20 and in. But then you look at it. That's long ball guy in the game. Yeah, I meant That's 20 and out, not 20 and in. You're right. I mean, touchdown, should have been MVP, should have won the Super Bowl. Rogers, baby. Um, but you look at Burrow, 15, oh 40 plus yard passes, and then Wait, 12. Did Rogers croak in the first round? He did have a tough, tough stretch there against that Niners team. That was a tough loss. I was disappointed. But I don't have him as high as I did last year. Number one, he was my number one quarterback last year in the league. Still won MVP, so I would have been, I guess, on the track of being right, even though he didn't perform as that, perform as that mm, in the playoffs. I, would, I mean, MVP, but very empty MVP season. He didn't perform as the best. If you go out in the first round, he did no better than Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac didn't do great either on that playoff game, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but Mac went against the Bills, who I think would have beat the Rams. Blew the doors off of them, as what uh, Maz always says. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't punt the whole game, so. <laughs> You're right. Bad of beating as it was in the league. You're right. So I look at it, though. Your top five, I'm not against it. I like the Burrow pick at three. I Burrow in my top five, actually, as well. So even though last year, I wasn't a big Burrow guy. I think I made a preseason one last year very briefly, and I didn't talk about it on my show yet because my show didn't start till October. But I think I borrowed like 15 or 18. I didn't have him that high. And he ends up being in my top five yeah, this year. So. He was coming off an ACL. I mean, I, I didn't think. Yeah. I didn't think he did. I had 18, so like mid-tier quarterback just about, which, which was just good. Good quarterback. Not great, but middle of the pack between, you know, great, good, somewhere in there I had him. And what did he, he got in, what, about half a season his rookie year? 2020, yeah. hit all the time. He got about 10 games. It took them a few games to actually get a win. I think he got about 10 games in, which he I can check right in, now. Yeah. But, yeah, he wasn't. games, maybe. But. And he was honestly still playing with a bad offensive line, too, even last year. And he was playing with a bad one in 2020. And it's honestly impressive, though, what he was able to do with it last year. 
You know, he had 11 games, or 10 games it was, exactly. 10 games in 2020, 13 touchdowns, 5 picks. 34 touchdowns, 14 picks in 16 games last year. So his numbers went up, obviously, heavily, and he had a great season. Triple the touchdowns. Yeah, definitely. And even the interceptions, not even that bad, too. 14 interceptions to 34 touchdowns. It's pretty good. He'll take that all I mean, he's actually decently athletic, too. He's kind of mobile, so you figured coming off that knee, he might be limited. Yeah, absolutely. He certainly certainly got rid of the ball a little bit more this year. but Two rushing touchdowns. Two rushing touchdowns, too. I mean, that fact is in. You know, pretty good season. from. So I have him now arguing my top five, which yeah, right away you're going to be a little upset. Patrick Mahomes, number one. I think this year, I know the Tyreek Hill loss is big. It's a big loss. Don't get me wrong, but he still has Travis Kelsey, Sky Moore, rookie wide receiver out of Western oh, Michigan. Very good player. I'm very, very high on him. Great Mac wide receiver, one of the best receivers in the conference the past two or three years now. I got Tom Brady, is he a D3? too. Is he a D3 guy? No, Mac. Mid-American conference, kid. Easy there. You want me to get a stats up right now? I'm going to get a stats up right now for you. Just because right, you, you were saying that. All right, so I got Brady second. Brady obviously had a great season last year. I had him in fantasy the first year. I have had a Patriot or non-ex-Patriot, whatever you want to say. First year I have had a Patriot in fantasy. I know Brady wasn't a Patriot last year, but I never drafted a Patriot, former player, yeah, 20 or years with current the bats, player. So, I mean, he's a Patriot. Yes. And so Sky Moore, really quick. Last year, junior at Western Michigan, 12 catches. I mean, 12 games, 95 receptions, 1,292 receiving yards, 10 touchdowns. So, obviously, electric year for him. And also, had a couple kick returns, too, freshman year. Um, you know, wasn't elite kick return. One kick return for 13 yards. He, he, he has some speed. speed. Yeah, he's some speed. He also can, you know, make some cuts, too. He's a very good player. Shifty. I like him a lot. So, good What's pick up there. What's his build like? Is he like a... Uh, I mean, he's not tiring. Kill. He's not going to be as fast as him. But let me tell you what his numbers are. 5'10", 195. His frame. Is he like a slender guy? He's got a little muscle. He's 5'10", 195, so he's got some build to him. He's got some build. 195 is not bad. What's Tyreek? He's like 5'9". Probably 5'9". Yeah. Tyreek's a jet, but I don't think he's as fast. Skymore's not as fast, but Skymore's good. He can make some plays. I think he's a good receiver. I just mean physicality-wise. He's not playing in the MAC conference. He's going to be getting hit by... Yes, now he's playing in the NFL. I get that. I know what you mean. Jabril right. Peppers. Jabril, yeah. We'll get on to him, too. We talk some pages. But we got Patrick Mahomes 1, Tom Brady 2. Very good year for Brady last year, as I said. First time I actually drafted... Brady in fantasy ever. I'd never draft really any Patriots. I did draft. Proudy. Hold on, Proudy James White. At least putting him in the top two. You do. I did have. I do have a second. You'd be probably surprised at that. But I, I did draft James White one year because you convinced me two or three years ago now, and you were right. I had a very good year and always puts up fifteen points. I think it was twenty nineteen. I drafted him and he had a good season. So I always drafted non. I never drafted Patriots. I always drafted other players. So non Patriots are always my. You know my specialty pick. I guess I never drafted a Patriot. My preference was taking non Patriots, but. One of them was James White one year, and then obviously Brady last year. So two of your favorites right there I drafted. So I give a little credit to you there. But third, Josh Allen. Obviously, both of us have him pretty high. Very big year for him last year. And that's another guy I was probably – he had a very good year. He's probably looking at an MVP. He's in the conversation. He's in the conversation for sure. I don't think Mahomes – I have Mahomes one. So these are based off where we think quarterbacks will perform – Ivan's won, but that doesn't necessarily mean he's going to win MVP. Sometimes, like Brady last year, had a better year than Rodgers probably overall, especially if you consider, you know, Rodgers. I mean, he even had the stats that were better than him. He had more yards, more touchdowns. Yes, and Rodgers didn't finish the season great, obviously, too. And Brady won a playoff game, right? One. So uh, Rodgers obviously got blown out. Or didn't get blown out. They lost that first game to the Niners. It wasn't a blowout. They very low scoring. Brady, game, could, Brady could have won that game, too. He threw that bomb over Ramsey's head, touchdown. Then the defense let Cooper Cup get free for like. What, 150 yards, yards total in that game. Yeah. yeah, it was just ridiculous. Cups and those are Super Bowl champs that they lost to, I guess. Yeah, so right there. So I have Allen three, four Aaron Rodgers. 
That's another guy you're probably not that high on. That's just a pure reputation pick for no reason. The reason why I look at yeah. it, Romeo Dubs, rookie wide receiver. I heard, I mean, I've heard he's been having beef with these. Uh, I heard that too. I heard that too. But sometimes you kind of need that. Maybe it'll make the play a step up. Maybe it'll help Dubs. Alan Lazard. Good take. Lazard had a very good finish last season. Very good finish last season. When I hear Alan Lazard, all I think is Jacoby Myers. It's the same type of guy. Oh, he's better than Myers. No. He's better than Myers. Same exact thing. He's better than Jacoby Myers. Come on, Jacoby Myers only had one touchdown in his career, doesn't he, right now? He's probably got more receptions. All right, let me look at – I'll look at Alan Lazard right now, what he did last year. Eight touchdowns, 513 receiving yards, or 40 receptions in 15 games. That's a pretty good deal. I Myers had more than 500 yards. Probably did. But if you look at it, though, he had a very good finish to last season, and now I'm going to tell you what he did in the end of last season, the last few games. So he finished last season. It was week 13, six catches, 75 yards, a touchdown. Week 15, two catches, 45 yards, a touchdown. Week 16, six catches, 72 yards, a touchdown. Then week 17, five catches, 75 yards, two touchdowns. Finished last season very strong. So I think he could and be. And they played who? The Lions, the Giants, the Jets. It was Bears. Bears of those teams I just named, Bears. Browns, Vikings, so the, Lions. So, so the worst teams in the league. No, Minnesota was decent last year. They were all right, right? Their division is horrendous. Minnesota's okay, right? I mean... No, they were god-awful, and they fired the coach. They were great, but... I mean, if you look at their record... Record numbers. If you look at their record, they were 8-9, and nine, so they weren't that bad. But yeah, I mean, they did fight the Lions a few times, too. I mean, Yeah, that's true. Just by virtue of how weak their schedule is, they get 8 wins. Yeah, but if you look at it, I mean, the defense is always all right, too, so... I mean, they're a sub-500 team. They're not good. Yeah, they're always right on the edge, though, 500, typically. But So, as I said, I got four Aaron Rodgers, five Joe Burrow. Both of us pretty high on Joe Burrow as well. So, Allen, Brady, Burrow, Mahomes, we all have in our top five. You do have Justin Herbert in your got, top five. I don't. I have I got Aaron Rodgers instead. Yes. I mean, I've got the ascending guy, and you've got the guy on the decline who just lost his best receiver. So, I don't think he's on the decline. I like my, I like my odds there. I like, I'll take my chances. I don't think he's on the decline. He did add Juju Smith Schuster as well. We forgot to add that. Juju's you think he's over ascending? there. He's on, he's at a plateau or he's declining. And he's I still gonna have a good year. You could have said that about Rogers last year. He won MVP. He didn't deserve it. He did win it though. So I think Patrick Mahomes, Sky Moore, and I'm a big fan of Juju Smith Schuster as well. Two great pickups I mean, right there. I'd rather have a, one Super Bowl than ten MVPs. Yeah, no Super Bowl victories are important. Don't get me wrong. But if you look at it, they did revamp pretty good without. Tyreek Hill. Obviously, it's not Tyreek Hill, but Sky Moore, Juju Smith-Schuster, two good plays. And they obviously got a lot back in return for Tyreek Hill, too. So if he wasn't going to stay and you weren't going to pay him, why not trade him is how I see it. If you're going to get some value for him, why not? He's he's not individually replaceable, but there's no need to hang on to just one wide receiver at that money when there's so many good receivers every year coming out of the draft. It's still going to be a regression, though. You still can't replace... I mean, he's kind of like a Randy Moss type of guy. What he does to an offense, the deep threat, the touchdown potential, no matter where he gets the ball. I'm with you. I get he's that. Not Randy Mo- he's not Randy Moss, but he's... Him and Mahomes have that connection. You know, when the play breaks down, he just jets off to the other side of the field. No one can catch him. And he hums it 70 yards. Like, Travis Kelsey doesn't do that. I get that. But if you look Even at it, though... these new receivers aren't going to be doing that yet. Sky Moore, though. Like, Juju's good, but he's not... Like, you know, he used to catch a lot of shorter routes for Ben... Yes. He's a bigger guy. I guess he's that. been banged up. He has had some injuries. But if you look at it, though, Sky Moore, though, I think he's going to be that dynamic player in that offense. 4-4-1, 40-yard dash last year. 4-4-1, 40-yard dash at the Combine this past year. I shouldn't say last year, this past year. And if you look at it, very speedy, shifty wide receiver. And I think he can play a similar role to Tyreek Hill in that offense. And that's why I have him 
Mahomes, number one, I think obviously Juju and Scott Moore can maybe add up to at least three-fourths of the production that Tyreek Hill had. I do think they could. That's possible. So that's why I have him at one. So I've got, I have Mahomes at one. You got Brady at one. I have Brady at two. You have Josh Allen at two. I have Josh Allen at three. You have Joe Burrow at three. I got Aaron Rodgers at four. You have Justin Herbert at four. I got Burrow at five. You got Mahomes at five. So pretty solid top five. So we get four of the top five. Same plays jumbled around. Yeah, some overlap. I mean, it's... And that's what's going to happen. It's the NFL. There's you know? a lot of known commodities up there. That's for sure. And as I said, I think the beauty of it, as I said, is the season hasn't started. So this is why it's great conversation. Now it's going to get interesting. Six through ten. You want to go first? Six through ten? Yeah, I'll give, I'll give my six through ten here. So got a comeback story here. Russell Wilson. Okay. The, I, struggle, I struggle with this part a little bit. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Matt Ryan. Derek Carr. And then Aaron Rodgers. Okay. At a lowly 10th best in the league. Wow. Okay, you still have him in the top 10, so I'm pretty yeah, impressed. I got him in the top. I didn't, yeah. I didn't slip him out of the top 10 yet. I think, yeah, his past performance keeps him inside the top 10. Being a top 10 quarterback in the NFL is so good. I mean, any one of these guys could beat another one of the top 10 in a game, probably even in a playoff game, except for, you know, whole Brady out on his own there. Hey, but Rodgers... Two-time reigning MVP, 37 touchdowns and seven picks last year in 16 games. He missed a game. I know, but he's just Very become a guy him. where he puts up a lot of stats in the regular season. And he's just he's carrying around this big old never wins in the playoffs type of reputation now. And now yeah. he's losing home games in the playoffs. It used to be he never gets home games. Now he gets mm-hmm. home games. Brady's first year on the Bucks came into Lambeau and blew doors on him. Yeah, you're not wrong. That halftime touchdown split the game wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're not wrong. I get that. But, I mean, I think the, but, big, the big pick there is Russell Wilson at six. Um, I just think the Broncos will do well this year, and I'm, I'm pegging them for a bounce back. I respect also, that. You, I don't have him that high. from the injury? I don't know. That's, I don't have him that high, but I respect that at six. Because I'm going to have some guys you're not a fan of. Once you get past ten, there are a good amount of guys <laughs> – you are going to disagree with that are in my right. 10 to 18 range, 10 to 20 range. Maybe, I should say. Yeah, spit out your 6 through 10. We'll see. So 6 through 10, I got Lamar Jackson at 6, right outside of the top 5. I've, I have him having right. a bounce back year this year. Not a great season from last year. I think it was 16 yeah. touchdowns with 13 picks. was not I his best season. So banged up. Yeah, I got him at 7. Only played 12 games and two rushing touchdowns, 767 rushing yards, which was still impressive yeah, in 12 he, games. He had like the, the double COVID or something. Yes, COVID twice, I believe, and then also oh, had another injury. Beat, I mean, he did have a marquee. They beat Mahomes. I think once they did at home, homes. or at home or in Arrowhead, I forget. I believe it was at Arrowhead, if I remember right. I think it was. Yeah, and he had he hadn't been able to break that. You know, I think he was unlucky one of the other two times because Suggs didn't pick up a fumble on the homes. Um, yeah, the first time they matched up, but it was home. You know, they it was broke home through and won that City. game, and he was the star of the game. It was it was it was home versus Kansas City. That's what it is. Thirty six thirty five win at still home good. in Baltimore Sunday night. Football, it was so yep. pretty good game though. But yeah, game. so I have him at six. Well, he had the big fourth down conversion. He, yes. You know, oh yeah, ran to the outside. Too. Is that one? I think he might have powered sort of up the middle. Okay. Yes, I'm thinking of two years ago against the Browns when he had that play around the middle when he got hurt or whatever came back out and fourth down. Yeah, and yeah, play. yeah, yeah. He had to go drop one and then he came yes, back out. Yeah. That's what I was thinking <laughs> of that play. So that's that's a different year now. 2020. Oh, the City game was even better. Um, I think it might have been he he had that jump pass. Yes. He You're tracked right, yeah. it over the secondary to uh, Marquise Brown there, and then he just converted a few big fourth downs. Mahomes ended up throwing a pick. You're right. 42-yard touchdown pass 
in the third quarter to Marquise Brown. You remember that correctly. I think it was the game, too, where they keep showing that highlight, like NFL Network and Red Zone, where he flipped in and, like, landed on Yes, yeah. He had a good game. Yeah. I mean, did have two picks that game. But if you look at what he did on the ground, 16 carries, 170 yards. I, I think Mahomes might have had a pick and a fumble. Or maybe. Yeah, he did. Mahomes had a pick. Lamar Jackson had 239 passing yards, a touchdown, two picks. Got sacked once. Mahomes, 24 completions, 343 passing yards, three touchdowns, a pick. And then you look at what Lamar Jackson did on the ground, 16 carries, 107 yards, and two touchdowns on the ground. So very impressive game. The, the way the game the played out, though, was Lamar turned it over early. Chiefs got a lead. But then as the game went on, Baltimore's often started taking over the game. And then um, Mahomes ended up throwing a pick his last drive, I think. Mm-hmm. And that's a big win. grasp and chucked it out there. And that's that's why I got him number five. I mean, he just, no matter what, he always thinks he can make a magical play. He's chucking the ball rather than tucking it and going down. And he added, if you look at what they did in the offseason, obviously they got rid of Marquise Brown. It's a big loss. But they did add a tight end that went to Everett High, that played for Coastal Carolina, Isaiah that's Likely. Right. Eight catches last night and eight targets. Oh, I heard, yeah. A hundred yards and a touchdown. It was great you know, last his night. Favorite, his favorite target there is uh, Andrews. So. Exactly. Now he's a tight end. And I know there's a side note here, but do you see what Anthony Brown did last night? No. 10 for 13, I believe it was. <laughs> 90 passing yards and touchdown, two touchdowns, I believe, if I remember right. So oh, boy. I know you're not big. You have Anthony Brown number six? Well. I would have Anthony Brown. I don't have him in my <laughs> backup quarterback rankings, but if he was a second-string quarterback, which is obviously going to be Huntley, I'd have him definitely in there somewhere in my top backups. I think he's a very good quarterback. I'm a big Anthony Brown guy, but did throw two touchdowns last night. I'll break that down at some point in my show whenever I talk about the Giants' full breakdown. Which the Giants won last night. Day. I'm saving it for another day. Don't worry. I won't take up your time with that since I know right, you're not so a big fan of him. Lamar at six. Lamar at six. Derek Carr at seven. I see a big year for that Raiders team. I got <laughs> Justin Herbert at eight. I got Herbert at eight. I think he has a good year. I think everyone that has him in the MVP conversation, though, which I see he could be in the MVP conversation. He had a very good year last year. I don't see him in the top five necessarily yet, finishing the year in the top five. Right now he might be in a lot of people's eyes, but I think he probably finished on eight. Still a very good year, but I don't think he's better than Rodgers, Allen, Brady, or Mahomes in my opinion. That's just me, though. I think he's a very good quarterback. I have him at eighth. And I think with that offense, they're going to score a lot of points, but I think if you look at it, I have those other seven guys ahead of him. That's just my preference now. I got Matt Ryan at nine. Matt Ryan at nine. I see a very big year for Matt Ryan. That's probably my biggest pick in here. I am all I mean, in I on the Colts. Matt Ryan at eight, so. I am all in on the Colts. I am all in on the Raiders. I am all in on both of those teams. Yeah, all in. Those guys. Do we have them flip flopped? Yes. Uh, so I have yeah. Carr at seven. Got Ryan eight, Carr nine. Okay, I get Carr at seven, Matt Ryan nine. And I think people are going to think, hey, this and be like, why do you guys have those guys so high? Derek Carr just added Devontae Adams, the best receiver in the league, in my opinion. And then you look at what. Matt Ryan's going from now, has a competent offensive line, the best running back in the game, Michael Pittman, and Frank Wright calling plays. That is a huge upgrade. And the, and the biggest him. advantage of all, he's in a weak division. Exactly. Exactly. See, you drilled it. I got Matty Ice, baby, number nine, former BC quarterback, my boy, your boy, number nine, number 10, Dak Prescott. I got Dak at 10. Okay. He had a very good year last year. I've never been a Dak guy. I had him probably around, around 12 to 15 last year coming off the injury. Even though, even though Coop is gone. Yes. I still think he has a decent year. I think he's a good year. He had 37 touchdowns, 10 picks last year. And obviously without Cooper, that's a big loss. But I still have him as the 10th quarterback. I give him his respect that I haven't given him. against the Pats, so. Yeah. What's not to like. And once again, the division's not great either. I think the Eagles still win this division, which we're going to get into. But Yeah, defensively, it's not great. Exactly. So I think he has a good year. I have Dak Prescott at 10th. And I give him some respect that I have not given him over the last few years. So 
to so run you got it back. Dak, I got Russell. Yes. That's the big difference. Yes. I, mean, I got Russell at six. You got Russell at six. I got Dak at 10. I also have Matt Ryan and Derek Carr in there and Lamar Jackson. We have three guys, six through 10, that mm-hmm. both of us match up with. So pretty cool, though. That's, that's right, pretty, cool pretty how it works out. Similar names, though, in the top 10. I guess yes. Say. Now it gets interesting. 11 I through 20. I thought it would be a little different. 11 through 20. I thought it would be different, too. But now this is when things will probably go downhill, at least. And for me, in your eyes, in your eyes, you'll probably think I'm crazy. But 11 through 20, do you want to go? Do you want me to go first this time? Uh, you throw your... Throw your uh, 11 through 20? Yeah. Throw them up. All right. 11 through 20. So I think Stafford has a down year, which I still think he's 11th quarterback just because of what he has on that offense. Even with that elbow tendonitis, he still has a very good offensive line. Obviously, they added Allen Robinson. I'm not a big Allen Robinson guy, but now he's their third wide receiver, and he's going to succeed probably in that system. They get Odell Beckham Jr. back. They got Cooper Cup already as well. They're going to have a very good year on Is offense. Is Odell actually coming back to the Rams? They say, you know, they're talking to him, and I know the Bills are still trying to get him because Von Miller and him are very Sunder, good friends. I, think, I think he's going somewhere else. Maybe the Bills. Who knows? He'll follow Von Miller. But I have him still at 11 just because of the weapons he has. And obviously, he has McVay calling plays for him, too. That's a big advantage. So I got Matt Stafford at 11, even with the tendonitis. If the tendonitis keeps him out of games, though, and let's say only plays 12 games out of the 17, he'd probably be like 18, in my opinion. But as of right now, I have him 11th if he plays, you know, 15 out of 17 games. He might miss a couple games with it. Who knows? But so I get him at 11. This is where it gets crazy. And I know a lot of people are going to be listening. They're probably calling me crazy. But you already know where I stand. You already know where I stand on this player and how I feel. And I believe this truly with all of my heart. Daniel Jones, baby, at number 12. Daniel Jones at number 12. And you might think I'm crazy. Everyone's going to think I'm nuts. You look at what he's had to deal with. Look at what Daniel Jones has had to deal with. And I'm going to run over very briefly because I don't want to keep you night all night here. I'm not going to keep you all night here with all the Giants issues over the past three years. But if you look at it, two years. First year was with Pat Sherman, not a great head coach, but a good offensive coordinator. Two years with Joe Judge. Absolutely abysmal. Had the second or third worst offensive line each of the last two seasons. He's on his third head coach with Brian Dable. His fourth offensive coordinator now is Mike Kafka, quarterback's coach with the Chiefs last year. Now he gets Brian Dable, the offensive coordinator that helped out Josh Allen. So he gets the guys that were working with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. So you've got two of those upgrades right there. Then you look and at those, those guys go from working with Josh Allen and Pat Mahomes to working with a guy who's going to be working at Macy's. <laughs> Don't disrespect my boy like that. Don't disrespect him. I guess they get Tyrod Taylor, I guess. The Giants have had a bottom three offensive line each of the last two years. And if you look at it... They don't improve much, are they? What do they even have? And if you look at it, Joe Judge, as the head coach, regressed Daniel Jones heavily. And that's the reason I have Mac Jones very low here. No Patriots fans are going to be very mad about it. But it's not an indictment against Mac Jones. Matt Patricia and Joe Judge should not be calling plays. Okay, they shouldn't even be probably coaching in the NFL, realistically, with how bad they were with the Lions and the Giants. Which I like Joe Judge as a person. I think he's a great guy. He's not a head coach. And that's the reason Daniel Jones regressed. That guy could not game plan for a game. And if you look at it, now he's got an offense that actually lets them move the ball downfield. The Giants were so conservative over the last two years and didn't let him play freely. He moved the ball to the other team last game, right? It was through the hands of Daniel Bellinger, tip pass. That was not Daniel Jones' fault. That was Daniel Bellinger's fault. Listen to Crim Sim, Chris Sims. Pass. It was supposed to be a touch pass from the quarterback. He threw a, a listen, laser beam at the kid's head. Listen to Chris Sims, pro football talk, absolute goat. He broke it down. Yeah, and he Chris, even said he's sick and tired of the Daniel Jones Chris stand-up. Sims th- still thinks that, you know, guys who were out of the league after three weeks are great. <laughs> if you play quarterback in the NFL, you're automatically... He gives respect to you, potential. though. He gives you respect. So I have Daniel Jones... At 12, and there's one other thing, or 11 that is, 12 it is, 12. 
And there's one thing I want to say, though. 11 games last year. 2,400 passing yards, so not great. Still, you know, what can you do with an offense that was so conservative? 10 touchdowns, 7 picks, 64% completion percentage, 298 rushing yards, 2 rushing touchdowns. But if you look at what he added, look at what he added. So Brian Dable and Mike Kafka worked with Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. Evan Neal, 7th pick of the draft. Wandale Robinson, second-round pick wide receiver, shiftiest receiver. You could say he had the three catches for negative three, three yards last three night. Catch, three catches for negative three, three yards. I mean, this guy is not going to come in the league and be Jerry Rice. But look, if you didn't see the game, though, it's very different. Would you? We've agreed on this before. It's different I'm watching the game, sure looking at the box score. Three catches for negative three yards is going to look better in person than it does looking at It was a tough, tough play design, which I know I'm talking about Dayball. Yeah, it's but probably a vanilla play. And he it was. They're not going to give away. It, but... It's this. How is it going to be better when they're playing against first-string players and better teams? They, got they are tough, not they got going a tough opening schedule. Listen, they are not going to be giving away, and this is not just the Giants. It's offenses in general. They're not going to give away You've got all the a secrets. Team opening the season zero and three, and you expect the team to have confidence. We will not be zero and three. We will not be zero and three. And I think right, the Giants' right. floor is seven and ten. Sailing is ten and seven. I think we finish nine and eight. Realistically, that's where I think we stand right now. Nine and eight is always enough to win the NFC least. That's the thing. I think the Giants go on a run, which I'm not going to get into that right now. But one yeah, thing I want to say. you can rightfully put him at, would you have him, 12? Yes. Unless they pretty much win the division. Daniel Jones, though. I know you have Dak ahead of him. I'm, you know, I have Dak ahead of him. But look at Daniel Jones. At Wanda Robinson. And you didn't see I, those plays yesterday. I don't want to look at him ever again. <laughs> you did not look at those plays yesterday. Three catches, negative three yards. Tough play designs. And those Bengals uh, DBs made some nice plays. At least one of them, they cut him down pretty good. It was like a five-yard loss, which he had a couple plays where he got some some yards, but obviously negative three yards overall. But then you look at it, also healthy Saquon Barkley. And I know you're down on both these guys. If I could go back to the 2018 NFL draft with the second pick, and I could go back to the sixth pick in the 2019 NFL draft, I'm going back in. I'm taking Daniel Jones. I'm taking Saquon Barkley in 2018. taking Saquon. 2019. Daniel Jones. Yes, he was Ghetto God. GM face, so you would have been fired just like Ghetto was not a great GM, but I'll tell you this. He drilled both of those draft picks, and the problem no with it... The GM takes that he's more judged on than the quarterback. If you draft a good quarterback and your other position sucks, they keep... You, you don't get fired. Like, if you draft Joe Burrow and a bunch of turnstile offensive linemen, you're still going to be the GM. But look at it this way. Look at the way I'm telling you right now. He drafted... Two great picks there. And let me say it right now. Let me finish this line because I know you're going to so be mad. running back, where the number one thing is to keep him upright on a good team. And I just was going to say, they did not ACL, support him. He's off the field. They did not you surround him. running back at number two. They did not surround just him with, with the right pieces. Nate Solder was an absolute whiff of a left tackle signing. Actually, at one point, had the most guaranteed money for yeah, an offensive line in the NFL. Nelson, and if you look at it, we took Andrew Thomas, fourth pick of the 2020 draft. Great offensive tackle, but did miss some games his rookie year. And that was part of the reason Saquon also got a little banged up too. But that was a great pick. So he, it took him really three years to get a good offensive lineman for Dave Gettleman. That was the problem with Gettleman. 2018, 19, 2020. It took him three seasons basically, that third season, to get a good offensive lineman. That's why he failed in being the GM. But I think Daniel there, Jones, Saquon Barkley, two great picks. Backs don't get paid. I would take Daniel they're, Jones they're and Saquon Barkley. I know what you're saying. But I would take Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley all over again at second and sixth overall. He absolutely drilled those picks. And I don't think he was a great GM, but I call him, I call him Ghetto God for a reason because of those two picks. I think we've got to end this podcast. we got to – all right, <laughs> hold on. We, we did go off on a tangent here because you keep interrupting the Daniel Jones thing because I know you're not a big fan of him. But Daniel Jones is a rookie, 24 touchdowns, 12 picks. Talk about the fumbles all you want. He did cut those down the last two years now. 
And if you look at it, now he has he's an offensive a coordinator. He's fifth-year quarterback now. I mean, fourth, rookie year. Going, going into his fourth year. year for RG3. The guy's in the booth now calling games. Like, RG3 was also hurt. There was a difference. It's a long time ago. It's what have you done for me lately? RG3 was hurt, and that's the difference. But I think if you look at Daniel Jones, now he has a great offensive coordinator, a great head coach, at least in improved. Even if you want to say great, now? improved. Would you say that he has concussion problems now? No. I don't. It was one he's concussion. He's taking a beating, this guy. One concussion. He has, so you're, you're admitting it's not Daniel Jones' fault. He's taking that, a beating. This is not a positive thing. You're, you're admitting he's taking a beating. He takes a beating. This guy's been drilled in the head a million times. He hasn't. It's not his fault. It's not he his fault. He can't take throw the ball. He hits and bounce back. Like, I saw him last year. He didn't know where he was after, he, number one, hey. play leaning your head in there against an NFL linebacker. But He had to put the team on his back. He had no option but to try to dive into the end zone there. Oh, my team's one and. Ten. Let me it was not one of ten. It was earlier in the season. It was, I believe, week 14. four or five against the Cowboys. He got hurt and Saquon got hurt that same game. But if you look at it, let me finish this line very quick because I know you're going to be mad about it. Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, both those guys being healthy. You think now the guys have Daniel Tomlinson and <laughs> they now have a competent offensive coordinator, a competent head coach, and a competent GM. Joe Shane, absolute beauty of a GM. This Giants team is turning around the entire franchise. This, the energy is shifting, and even last night, it's a preseason game. The energy is shifting. The energy is shifting for this Giants team. Daniel Jones, 14 to 16, 116 passing yards. Did a pick last night, but did also a touchdown on that third drive. And that interception was not his fault. He should have been 15 to 16. I didn't see a touchdown on the stat line. It was a rushing touchdown by Sean Corbin. Rushing touchdown by Sean Corbin. Very good uh, undrafted free agent running back out of Florida State. I think he makes the team, actually. He had a very good game last night. But Undrafted running back. He should be taking Saquon's spot, and they should be sending Saquon to Siberia. He is over there in Seattle and get some. Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley are going to have huge years. I get Daniel Jones at number 12. I know people are going to be mad about it. Wait until you see how much he improves this season. Now he's an offensive coordinator that's going to let him pass the ball downfield. Unlike Joe Judge, who didn't I mean, let him do hey, anything. I'll give you this for positivity. This is all we're going to say about him. He's got nowhere to go but up because he's been bottom of the barrel. And here's the thing. You could say he has nowhere to go but up, but look what he did his rookie year. 24 passing touchdowns in 12 games. Your boy Mac Jones had 22 in 16 games. Mac Jones had 22 touchdowns in 17 games. Actually, was he at 16 games? 22 passing touchdowns in 17 games. 48 turnovers in 12 games. It was, it's not 48 turnovers in 12 games. He had a lot. He had it was not 48. I believe it was, it was 19 lost. with 11 lost. It was 11 fumbles lost. So 11 fumbles with, 20, hey, yeah, with 12 turnovers. With 12 interceptions. So it was so 12 and 11. 23 rounds. turnovers. So it's almost like the worst of worst both worlds. You run around a lot, so you put the ball on the ground. And then you make Aaron throws, so you're throwing to the other team half the time. No, it's not that, though. If he cuts his turnovers down, then you can actually see what he's like. But you know what? Right now, he's defined by turnovers and and losses. It's a mob mentality. People go at him for the turnovers. He's cut that down over the last few years now. People aren't understanding that. He hasn't had an offensive coordinator. He hasn't had a head coach. You don't need everything to succeed. I understand that. into wins, though. Like, if you're still losing the same number of games. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Tom Brady, put any of them in this giant system, none of them would would be putting up the numbers they're putting up right now. None of them would be putting up the numbers... the losingest franchise in American sports and then won the Super Bowl. He had Bill so. Belichick. I know Bill Belichick is not the same head coach even, without him. You got to admit this. I'll say it as a Patriots fan. When he came to the Patriots, they had never won a Super Bowl either. So, I mean, he came to a team that did not have a winning reputation. Granted, on the Patriots, the defense was great. Hey, I'm a fan of the underdog always. I'm a fan of the underdog mentality. Dana Jones is the biggest underdog in the NFL this year. I have him at 12th. I have him ahead of your boy, Russell Wilson. I have him uh, ahead. I have him ahead of your boy Russell Wilson. Ahead of him, I don't care. Underdog. That's bold. 
I think he is going to have the biggest season of the quarterbacks with the most pressure on them this year. I do. And considering the quarterbacks have pressure on them, let's say Baker Mayfield, Sam Donald always the backup there, but Sam Donald, Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts, Daniel Jones, Tua, all these quarterbacks have, that have pressure on them, all these quarterbacks that are going to have to have good seasons. I think Daniel Jones has the best year out of all those guys. I truly do. I have him at 12th, 13th, Russell Wilson, 14th, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins had a very good year last year. Obviously, typically an average quarterback, you know, record-wise, but he doesn't perform in the biggest games, especially, you know, primetime games. But he had a good year last year. I have him at 14. Kyler Murray, 15. Jared Goff, 16. I think Jared Goff has a good year this year. He had a decent year last year. Oof. Zach That's Wilson. As bold as your pick for Daniel Jones. You want to look at some of Jared Goff's numbers last year, though, really quick? No. 3,200 passing touchdowns, 19 touchdowns, 8, eight interceptions, with a 91.5 passer rating. Higher than his they last were, two they were seasons. Down, but double, di- double digits every game. His passer rating was higher than his last two seasons with the Rams last year. So, very good year for him last year. 19 touchdowns, eight picks. I'll take that all day. I got golf having a good year. And there's a reason. There's a receiver, which we're not going to talk about right now. Can't give it away the fantasy advice here. But I think Jared Goff is a very good year. Don't uh, worry. You 16. can talk about him all day long. Nobody's picking him. 16, Jared Goff. 17, Zach Wilson. 18, two attack of Aloha. 19, Jalen Hurts. 20, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston, a guy you're not going to be very high on, but had a good year last year. 14 touchdowns, three picks, and seven games played. Jameis had a good year last year. Seven games played, 14 touchdowns, three picks, with 1,100 passes in those seven games. It's part of the game plan that they pull him out to put a tight end in as a wildcat white running back guy. I mean, (laughs) he's not a good quarterback. All, All you have to know about him is 30 touchdowns, 30 picks. And he had He's good- Daniel Jones, but he just says double of everything. Dude, don't even start that Daniel Jones slander, honestly. I'm just, it's the I've same thing it. as Daniel Jones, except a little slower, and he throws twice as many picks. And one thing I forgot to say about One thing I forgot to say about Daniel Jones, I care more about Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley succeeding to a degree more than I care about the Giants winning. I, even if it's not that, even as a Giants. That's a flawed, no, that's flawed. Even if it's not as a Giants. Even if it's not as a Giants. Finish with a top. 10 or 5 pick, whatever pick you need in order to get in the range of getting a top quarterback coming into the draft. Do they have to move off you? I think they do. I think Dayball owes it to himself to get a top quarterback. I think if you look at it, though, Daniel Jones would have been a highly drafted quarterback in this year's draft. And even in 2020, obviously wouldn't have been that high. But I think in that range of all those rookie quarterbacks in 2021, 2022's draft, draft he would have been very high. He would have been a high quarterback. 2021, though, what I was going to say about those quarterbacks is the, the he had a good rookie year. He had a better rookie year than most of those quarterbacks in 2021. Max Jones had 22 touchdowns and 17 games. Daniel Jones, 24 or 12 games. Without the offensive line, without the head coach, look at it. Look at that. Daniel Jones had a very good year. I think, as I said, what I meant to say was I think Daniel Jones had a better rookie year in 2021 than Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Mac Jones. All when four of those quarterbacks. 2019, 18, 19. 2019, 6th overall selection. 6th overall. Too much Daniel Jones talk. I mean, I forget about the guy, really, because he's just so irrelevant. If you look at the quarterbacks who were drafted in 2021, though, okay, really quick, Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, a better rookie than both of those guys, easily. Mm, Mac Jones, I better mean, rookie year. Justin Fields. You Field. to admit, Trevor Lawrence was given maybe the worst team situation, team coach, roster, even where they play, I mean, Jacksonville compared to New York, it's a... It's Jacksonville's, a really, 
Jacksonville doesn't have the media coverage, though, that New York's harder to play in just because of the media. You get torn apart if you had a bad game. Look at Daniel Jones. He's been getting slanted every yeah, single day for three years. They don't spend any money on the team down there. I mean, it's, they start it's, to a, spend second now. Rate, it's a second-rate franchise, maybe third. They're starting to spend now. But my point was is this. I mean, they were thinking about moving that team to a different country. It's such a poor franchise. <laughs> let's, let's be real here. They were talking about at one point maybe putting a team in Europe. But <laughs> they took another you, guy from the media booth, made him a coach. He thought he was, was Bill Belichick, and then he's, oh, damn. One of the best college yeah, coaches uh, ever, though, Urban Meyer. I remember, like, the guy's terrible. All right, really quick, though. Trevor Lawrence. He stayed upright the whole year, no? He, yeah, he wasn't a great head coach. I mean, but Trevor Lawrence, yeah, Zach coach, Wilson. Quarterback. I get that. He did have a great situation. But if you look at what those guys, those five rookie quarterbacks last year in the first round, Jones, Fields, Lance, Wilson, Lawrence, Daniel Jones had better rookies than all of them. It's not even an argument. I don't even care. Say Mac Jones made the playoffs. Mac Jones made the playoffs. 24 touchdowns in 12 games. Maybe you want to argue the Mac Jones pick, go ahead. But the other four quarterbacks, it's not close. Daniel Jones had a better rookie year than all four of them. I'm not going to argue that. Not if you're not winning games. None of those four won games. Fields, Lance, Wilson, or Lawrence didn't win any games. Didn't win games, though, regardless. That's not my fault. He didn't play. Daniel Jones stepped right in and played by week week three. He just didn't play. It's tough to judge a guy who didn't play. Unless you say he wasn't ready to play. That's why he didn't play. I think that's what the situation might have been. He wasn't. That's true. All right, so run over my – I'm just going to say it really quick. Stafford at 11. I have Stafford at 11, Jones at 12, and that's Daniel Jones. Russell Wilson at 13. I think they have a down – I think Russell Wilson, I think he's – Declining a little, that and that's the problem with Russell Wilson. Uh, that's that's fair. I think that's the reason I have him at thirteen. I do think they have a good team, but if you look at his numbers last year, now going into his eleventh season in the NFL, twenty-five touchdowns and six picks. Uh, but I think you got to throw it out with that messed up finger and brutal offensive line. That's true, but I think they're a little overrated. What the situation is in Denver? They they have a good team, but everyone's talking. He, like you know, I, think, I think their defense is a little underrated. Their defense might be underrated, but. Still, it's not like he's going to a perfect situation like a Tampa Bay where they had all these receivers, which they have Jerry well, Judy. Also, and, what the best home home field advantage in, in the league? Yeah, the thinnest air, so you can air it out. But if you look and that at it, though, his game. He's a long ball type guy when he gets going. Yeah, but if you look at what Brady went to in Tampa Bay, this is what people are talking like Russell Wilson going to there. Like he has Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. He doesn't not have that in Denver. He doesn't. People are talking like that's the situation he's going yeah, to. Yeah, but he had DK and Lockett. I mean, it's one thing to have two good receivers. It's another to actually be able to snap the ball, look downfield, up, scan for your second option before you get, in, you know, your head ripped off. That's Daniel Jones. That Hey, he has no time. <laughs> but, hey, and, and so here's the thing. So I got Russell Wilson, 13. Kirk Cousins at 14. Kirk Cousins coming off a good year. 33 touchdowns, 7 picks. Doesn't always good win year, the big terrible games. Terrible record. He was horrible. 59, 59, and 2 as a starter. So they're going to be average. So that's why I have him at, at 14. But he's a good quarterback, stats-wise. 15, Kyle Murray, I don't know. I think he's always up there, you know, in one of the most overrated quarterbacks. I think he's good, but I don't think he's in that top five to seven range at all. I don't think you can compare him to those seven that we have in our top seven. Then I got at least our top five, that is. Maybe seven, you can make some arguments, but top five. Then I got Jared Goff, 16. I see him having a big step-up year again. He had a good year last year. 17, Zach Wilson. 18, two attack of Aloha. Adding a guy like... Obviously, Jalen Waddle in the draft in 2020, but then obviously adding a guy with Jalen Waddle's 2020 draft, right? 2020 was, draft. No, he was last year. He was was he 2021? Yeah. He was a rookie. Okay, you're right. He was a rookie last year. So you add Jalen Waddle in the draft last year and then add a guy like Tyree Kill, two of the fastest, shiftiest receivers in the NFL, both of them now helping out to attack Valoa. I got Jalen Hurts at 19. I think that Philadelphia team set up to win. I think they win the division. I think they have a good team around him, so he needs to have a good season. And I get James at 20 based off what he did last year in those seven games with New Orleans. So what let's hit your 
Let's hear your 11. I got Dak at 11. I know Dak was your top 10. Um, yep, I, got, I had Dak at 10. Honestly, I, I could see Dak as good as number six quarterback. Yeah, I get that. But I just think, you know, you lose a good receiver. Zeke's another year older. You know, Dak's been banged up a little bit. I don't think the coaching situation is good. And their offensive line, I don't know if it's made any marketable improvements, right? I mean, it's it was the best line in the league a few years ago, and now it's the same average. Guys, a little older. If not, they lost a few. It's like average, middle of the pack now. It's not as good. Yeah, it's like 10, I probably. mean, I'm a big C.D. Lamb guy. I think he's going to be great filling for number one wide receiver. But who's the number two, three? They said James the, Washington. Don't, don't, now he's hurt, though. Dalton Schultz is good. Great yeah, tight James end. Washington, I think he's banged up. And he was never he a is. big Washington is banged volume up. guy. Like, he might make one or two splash plays a game. You need someone you can throw the ball to. Gallup. He's coming off that injury. It, yeah, but when's he coming back? Michael Gallup, yeah. I mean, a good good couple games every plays. And I think if you look at it, maybe they go for another free agent wide receiver. Like, let's say Odell. You never know. Yeah, you never, yeah, you never know what shakes out. Like, I think you can find pretty good receivers off the street in the NFL just because there's so many, but... Yeah, I'm um, with you there. I like I like your pick there with Dak. I think he's no, so right I like Dak, Dak at eleven. Um, so I got let me look here. Dak, I got I got Mac Jones at twelve. Okay. I got Jones at twelve. All right, this is where we start differing. <laughs> I got Big Mac. You got Mac Jones at twelve. I got Daniel Jones at twelve. And yeah, you know what's funny? It's, it's head to head. Where I have Mac Jones is probably where you have Daniel Jones. So it's going to be great. We have the Joneses flipped. It's great. I love it. Keep going. This is probably true. Well, here's the thing with Mac. It's a hometown pick. He's probably rated a little higher. I think he's in the middle pack of quarterbacks. So I'm going to put him at the top of the middle because I'm a Patriots fan. But yeah, I think coming he- off of making the playoffs as a rookie, I got to expect that he's going to get. I'm expecting him to get better as a player. I think the offense roster wise is better. Hopefully healthier, especially on that line. No James White, which is tough on third downs because I think. The Patriots offense does well when you're in short yardage on third down. You can kick it out to the flat, easily extend drives. But you saw that nice 45-yard bomb he had, good touch on it, right into the hands of Aguilar. That was a good toss. I, I respect that. Was in a good the red throw. zone, it looked like he was getting some rapport with Hunter Henry last year where they had like eight, eight or ten touchdowns. Yeah, I think it was I think it was somewhere um, around there, nine touchdowns, I think. Yeah. You know, they got big Mondre, Stevenson, coming out of the backfield. Everyone says he's got great hands. I mean, he, he catches some balls. I might be a third down back. Really, I think they're going to struggle with catching balls out of the backfield. I hope not, but I'm a little. That's my concern with the offense because I think it's an important part of every offense. Even even Mahomes checks the ball down sometimes. You have to, but I think some quarterbacks yeah, abuse because, it. You know, you can't always go. To, some quarterbacks abuse it though. Up. What's up? Some quarterbacks abuse it though. I think the checkdowns, but yeah, I know what you mean. You can't you always know, go deep. You know, abuse it until they stop it is the thing. Because if you can stop it, it's. You know, fumble opportunities, short yardage, no game, whatever. But, yeah, so I got, I got back at 12. I think I expect them to make the playoffs again. I don't know. Everyone's down on them. I'm not I'm not too happy about the coaching on offense either, but I got to think that he's got a better stranglehold, better leadership of the offense, and that he can overcome the deficiencies and the loss at the offensive coordinator position. I think one thing that's evident – we're always going to be supporting our guys. I've loved Daniel Jones for years now. You like Mac Jones. You're going to support your guys. I respect that. And at the end of the day, as I said, the beauty of this is that no one knows who's going to be performing where this year. And that's, that's the beauty of this. So you can have these conversations, these arguments, these debates. But I think one thing about Mac, though, is right now, I know we're basing this off of where we think guys are going to perform at the end of this season, where they're going to stand. But I think Mac Jones right now would probably be like 18 for me. But I think he has a... He, he was a playoff 20. I mean, it, I mean, you have to find success as... 
in the NFL, if your quarterback can lead your team to the playoffs, even if it's a run-heavy team, even if it's a strong defensive team, that's, you know, the guy can, he doesn't lose you the game. But that's, yeah, it's not always that, though. Herbert didn't make the playoffs last year, though, and he's, you know, obviously in our top did, sevens or whatever it is, top eight. Because, you know, he's got eye-popping stats, and when you watch him play, I mean, he's chucking the ball all over the place. I think the coaching holds him back. Yeah. the head coach. Yeah, you know, when the head coach tries to go for it on fourth down, you. that's where the decision comes from. It's tough to hold it against the quarterback when the defense comes up with a stop on a low percentage type of play. I'm with you. I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that point. All right, so I, I can... And then their, def- I mean, their defense has never been that physical. They, they've tooled up there, right? They got Khalil the Mack coming in. Yeah, Khalil Mack, J.C. Jackson, two J. great pickups. Joey Bose is there still. and Overpaid Derwin James. Derwin James. Like, that's a lot of money. <laughs> Highest paid safety in the NFL, yeah. but I like Derwin. I like Derwin. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think Mac right. Jones, I think the coaching is my worry about it. I don't even think they're – people are overrating Kendrick Bourne talking about him like he's like Calvin Johnson or something. He's good, but he's not a wide receiver one. He's not a wide receiver one. I think the good thing about the passing attack is that you don't need to have a guy who's Calvin Johnson. Like every guy is probably more or less an average Receiver, if not a couple of them, probably below average. I like Thornton, but he's out for some games. That's a guy that I thought yeah, could have been the stop. But I'm not depending on a rookie to come in and steal the show. I mean, it'd be awesome if he does, but I don't know a ton about him. I'll learn stuff about him when I watch the games. He had that nice mm. little touchdown in the preseason, but he was going against, I don't even know. You probably don't even the know Giants. the Giants. It was the ju- Aaron Robinson, Giants, actual cornerback, too. He's a CB2. A Dory Jackson, CB1, he's CB2. His giant starters were in that game in the first quarter when he scored. I mean, it was a nice little run. You fake inside and then goes back outside. Robinson's been struggling too, so, you know, I guess it's not but, the, the but hottest target. I got to hope that Johnny Smith is better than last year. He was horrible. Johnny Smith, I yeah. I hope he's better than last year, even if he's just, you know, a, an average tight end. Mm-hmm. I'm with you That's there. Unre- you know, as long as he repeats what he did, you know, decent third down guy, good red zone guy, that's good. You know, the running game's solid. The offensive line should be better. Personnel-wise, you know, they, they even drafted that first-round kid. Coast Brown. Yeah. And, then, I mean, just Bourne, Aguilar, Myers, all year, too, with, with Jones. they got to be putting in work together, getting on the same page a little more. Yeah, I think the pages are I'm filled with... I he can just audible the line of scrimmage to plays he wants to do. You know, I think he should have freedom, especially considering Joe Judge and Matt Patricia don't know anything about the quarterback position, really. Not enough, at least. They didn't help out their quarterbacks. And obviously Detroit held back Matt Stafford and obviously helped Daniel Jones regress with Joe Judge. But I think one thing with those guys on the Patriots receiving core is that I think they have a lot of wide receiver twos and threes. They're all in between the two and three range. And I think I that's don't mind that. a worry. I, don't mind that. I think it's a worry. I do. But that's well, just me. Think about it this way. You know, when a guy is always used to throw it to his number one target and it's like his binky, if that guy gets taken away, sometimes they go, oh, now what do I do? But if everyone's kind of the same, it's just whose game is it today? Who's got the matchup? It's a game of matchups. Mm-hmm. I'm with you there. I get that. So, so Myers in the slot or, you know, whatever. Just If they can move the ball with one guy or two guys any given game and then convert some touchdowns that they weren't converting last year. I mean, it, it took until midway through the season for them to really let Mac Jones start slinging it into the end zone. Yeah, I'm with you there. They now have to give him the freedom to do that, that again, though. Hey, it's one play against, I don't even know, probably second stringers, but... Play down the sideline, 45 yards. You just need the threat of the long ball. You don't need to actually chuck it up, you know, through the goalpost every time. I'm with you. All right, so you got him at 12. I got Daniel yeah, Jones at 12. 12. Plus, he made the playoffs. Come on. Uh, I got Stafford at 13, so that's that's way down there. I'm, 
I'm thinking that just a natural regression. I mean, yeah, I get that Rams team seems like a team that went all out to win it. Wait, didn't he lead the league in picks last year? He did. He I did. mean, he he makes mistakes too. Cooper Cup's awesome. No Woods. I know they got that guy off the Bears, but everyone talks about Allen Robinson like he's from five years ago when he was lighting it up. I, I don't know what he's like on a good team. I don't think he's um, ba- I don't think he's that bad that what he was last year. But I still don't have that much confidence I mean, in him. Did they, they don't lose a lineman? That, that tackle retired, right? That yes. Yes, they lost Whitworth Andrew Whitworth. Whitworth, yeah, he retired. So he's gone. The running back who they like is coming off like an Achilles. Can't make his. He's pretty good. Yep. He's pretty good. And then uh, obviously yeah, have I mean, Henderson. Thir- I got a 13, and that would be him having a pretty bad year considering. Daryl Henderson, he's pretty good too. But yeah, and then the Cooper I've, Cup. Yeah, I don't have them winning the division again. I don't know if I do. That's a see. tough division, right? The Rams. Yes, it is a tough division. So Rams know. nine is and he, and like you said, he's banged up with that elbow. Yeah, I have him at he, eleven, I think. But yeah, I think he has a rougher season than he did he last year. He put it all out there to win the Super Bowl. I mean, that's why probably that's probably why he has an injury. Aaron it out probably with it. Probably made it yeah, worse. Maybe celebrating. Probably too. Part of it, like Brady, always is celebrating. But yeah, I get that. Shake so those, those champagne bottles, I guess. I uh, so, that. Yeah, I got him at thirteen. I mean. He could easily be a top ten guy. Mm-hmm. That I got, <laughs> I got Trevor Lawrence, fourteen. All right. Uh, I mean, I got my boy Daniel Jones in I my got top. Him for a big bounce. A big. I think there's only only up to, for him to go. I respect that. Hopefully, better coaching, better roster around him, a little bit better. I mean, I don't think he's going to be winning a Super Bowl. Probably not even making the playoffs. But I think from a performance standpoint, you could see him having like a Herbert year. A good step up, yeah. Coming on I the think scene, good. flashing with the arm, yeah. I respect that. I mean, he's six six, got a gun, can run. We started a person at BC twenty eighteen or twenty seventeen. It was. And he's got his boy Etn coming back. They've got a good good rapport together. So. That game was in November twenty eighteen, I believe, or seventeen. It was eighteen. It was my senior year of high school, I think, twenty eighteen. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you there. I like Trevor Lawrence. I don't have him that high, but that's oh, yeah, only I mean, just because of the situation. I put him up there as a huge read for just. But hey, old. part of this is. Which people could probably understand this probably by now. Some of these are hot takes, and that's what this is about. We gotta have some hot takes. Get a stretch on some guys for the for the. And I think the guys got the conversation. I mean, was the number one pick last year, possibly the greatest, you know, quarterback prospect in the twenty first century, maybe ever. I mean, yeah, he was definitely highly touted. Accomplished since seventh grade. Perfect season. Since right. seventh grade, everyone knew he was gonna be. Everyone knew he was gonna be the number one pick in the draft, the number one recruit in college. Everyone knew, like you said, all I mean, high school he football. Unseated, uh, who was the guy? The, Clemson quarterback there right away. Uh, Kelly Bryant. Kelly, Kelly Bryant. Yeah. I liked Kelly I mean, Bryant. He was the first one as a freshman to take a team 15-0 and in college football. He did. Took over Kelly Bryant. Kelly Bryant's pretty so, good, too. If there's anyone who can break some ground, it's going to be Trev. I respect Trev that. Bombs, as I call him affectionately. I like him. Um, so I got him there, 14. Kyler Murray, 15. Both of us, 15 there. Honestly, I'd put him lower if I could. I don't know <laughs> talk about it. Rough off season for him. I don't think you could give him better receivers than he's had. So it doesn't matter who he gets. Adam Marquise Brown obviously losing to DeAndre Hopkins. down every year. It's him scampering around through the first eight weeks, then the final eight weeks. They're slipping in the standings. And didn't he get – he got bullied in that playoff game. He did. But he if you look at it, on the field. they're you know losing DeAndre Hopkins for six games, I believe, with the suspension. And then also, it's every year he starts hot. And then they're all talking about always oh, he the best quarterback in fantasy and everything and all that, you know, first couple I mean, games. Fantasy, well, yeah, fantasy is one thing because he runs. I mean, running quarterbacks do a lot of fantasy. Everyone knows that because he yeah. can run in and ask for more points. But the other thing is he's just got this 
he carries himself like he's Tom Brady and he hardly <laughs> won anything. He thinks he's the best thing ever. I mean, I know he can throw it 80 yards downfield just flicking the wrist, but he's a small guy. He depends on those legs, and when he takes a few hits, it's just it wears on him. And then by the second half of the year, he can't do it. And right. his coach, he's just like a college coach. He's a gimmick guy. I don't know. I'm with you there. I respect that ranking. I think that guy's had a losing record everywhere he's been, right? Just about. Just Maybe about. Maybe the pros, he's a winning record, but. Probably. I, I mean, it's tough the position so, you're in. I, don't know. I, got him, I got him at 15. I, I don't think they're making the playoffs. I think one year the Cardinals had a positive record, right? Weren't they in the, in the playoffs once? I mean, they made the playoffs. But yeah, this year. Exactly. Yeah, so this they, year. They, but they definitely. Yeah, you're saying his first year in 2019, yeah, they weren't good, and then 2020 weren't good either, really. I they they choked that, in 2020. That, they that choked. Character, you depend on the running around. They choked in 2020. Remember they, they were unreal? And he's a small guy. 2020, they choked. They were, you know, hot at the start, like 6-2 and two or whatever, and then just choked. Yeah, I think they lost to the Patriots. <laughs> yeah, they did. They, they choked they, heavily. They lost to the Camp Newton Patriots, so. Yeah, it's a tough team to lose to. So, yeah, we both got him at 15, so neither one of us is that high. I got him at 15. I mean, he made the playoffs, right? So, yeah. But I don't think he's making it this year. I don't think so either. Um, so, I got him 15. Kirk Cousins, 16. I think you had him near there. 15, 14. I don't think he's talking about. He's just such a bland guy. But he makes he has good numbers. 14. I respect Justin it. Jeff, he's got great receivers. I don't know. Adam, think about Justin Jefferson, too elite. And then Dalvin Cook, yeah, running back. Running back beasts. And... Absolutely. It's not a bad t- offense they had to you know, be a quarterback of. Nope, I think other guys would be much better, and he's probably overpaid. But he is overpaid. Jalen, Jalen Hurts. Okay. I had a 19. You had him 16, Jalen Hurts? I got 17. 17, okay. I got him 19. Shout he's out to another eight. guy kind of runs around too much, but what, they got him shiny new toy. They did. So A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. A.J. Brown, Devonta Smith. I'll get Miles I just Sanders. don't understand that, that Philly offense. I don't know. Maybe we got to get a, a Easy Philly e. fan on here sometime. But Easy every e. time you watch the games, it's like he's rolling out right. Baker Mayfield does the same thing. These guys come out of college. They're used to running that way and chucking it. Yeah, mobile quarterback. Maybe especially. they watch too much Mahomes or something. I don't know. But he had a good year last year. 3,100 passing yards, 16 touchdowns, 9 picks, 784 Ooh. rushing yards, and 10 the rushing touchdowns. The thing I like about him is he – he wins. Like in college, he was a winner at Bama. He won at Oklahoma. He's won a good amount of games and definitely in the NFL too. So good quarterback. Nineteen. You know, I have nineteen. Yeah. You have seventeenth. I mean, I think he's gonna have a decent year. He does some things above average with the legs. He's fairly average with the arm. Not the best. If he improved his decision making. It'd be better. He's got some good weapons, though. Ten rushing touchdowns, too. Impressive. He can move. So he's got, he's got A.J. Brown, Goddard, and Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith. Miles Sanders is the back. Yeah, Decent. I mean, he's, he's just a guy. Sanders banged up. Sanders banged yeah, up. He's just a, just a running back. They'll have a new running back in there. Boston Scott, baby. He kills the Giants always, but he's he's always decent. Some undrafted guy will do just fine. Hey, uh, Jalen Rago. That guy's terrible. Yeah, he's not great. But. Uh, so I got Hurts, Tannehill. Tannehill. Eighteen. I don't know where you had him. I just I think they've been they've been losing pieces. Uh, I have Tannehill very low. Henry was banged up, but Tannehill. I don't know. He's just like your average guy. He can do well on a good team. He yes. doesn't lose you too many games, but I don't know. Sometimes he does throw a pick. Right now, I probably have Tannehill around. He doesn't do much to put 20. you on the top. He's good in play action. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't do anything to wow you. But I think I probably have him at twenty right now, and this is based on when we think guys are going to perform for the season. So right now, my standings, Daniel Jones, probably be about sixteen or seventeen, where I feel like they are. Truly, even though his numbers obviously don't match where the sixteenth quarterback is on my list, I think right now I think we put Daniel Jones sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, probably in that range of where I'd rank him at quarterbacks. Tannehill probably twentieth, 
and I probably he's that's I have him lower based on what I think he's gonna do by the end of the season. Right now he's probably twenty, but keep going. Yeah, so I got him eighteen. I got two at nineteen. I could easily see Tua being ahead of Kyle Murray. I think Tua's he, he's good, got yeah. a good roster around him. I mean, they seem to always be the Patriots with him behind, you know, under center there. But um, yeah, he's good. Just I just another guy where I think a little smaller, left hand gimmicky, kind of runs around and gets hit. I feel like he gets hit. Last year he threw that pick to the Pats, but he's running around for his life, and then Judon took his head off. He did. Yeah, he got he popped. Had, he got banged up bad in college, right? He had like a hip dislocated injury. hip. I mean, the hip and the ankle. He had a couple ankle injuries and a hip injury. I remember seeing that. It was a graphic. He yeah, had, it was. His face was all bloody because his helmet against uh, Mississippi State. There. Mississippi State, it was, I believe, yeah. He got a couple bad they games. I think Arkansas got it was, called, ones, uh, too. it was called Tank for Tua until... Burrow. Until Burrow came along. So 62 touchdowns. Yeah, I don't know. And then within the division, I mean, he's not better than Josh Allen and... I mean, Mac Jones made the playoffs, so yeah. we'll see week one. We'll see week one, but Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, decent little offense. That's a solid duo there. Solid duo. It's a solid duo, but you do need the right guy to get them the ball. You're right, though. The tank for two, I think, was real. But I said 62 touchdowns of Barry at 60 his senior year. So 60 passing, five rushing. 65 yeah, touchdowns. 60 Nuts. In 15 games. Nuts. Yeah. But you're but, right. Uh, it was tank for two. Well. Here's the one. Number 20. General Mills. General Mills, Mills baby. <laughs> I got him in. I, I got no reason not to put him here. I mean, I think he had a horrendous team last year. But just from watching him, pretty good, solid quarterback. He's got the size, makes the throws. I don't know who he's really got around him aside from Cooks, but to be the 20th ranked quarterback in the NFL, I think if he plays the full year, no reason he can't be the 20th. Yeah, I like Brandon Cooks. had a good year last year. They're going to be garbage. Yes, that's the thing. I think if you look at it, we had a good year last year, which I'll tell you his stats really quick. Because he had no expectations. None. And he stepped in. It was pretty good. Third-round pick. Third-round pick. Um, But in 13 games, 2,600 passing yards, 16 touchdowns, 10 picks, and a 67% completion percentage. So decent year from last year, especially considering what he had around him, and hopefully has a good year this year. Yeah, he's going to be good. I mean, he'll he'll be solid. I think second-year player, you can only expect him to take steps forward, right? So Yeah, but I agree with that. Number 20, I'll just go right into my 21 through 32 here. So okay. I got, I'm going to rip them all off. I got Baker Mayfield, mm-hmm. Carson Wentz, Trey Lance. Yeah. Then I got Goff, Zach Wilson, Daniel Jones, number 26. Oh, three of my boys in a row there. Zach Wilson, Mitch Trubisky, 27. I mean, this is garbage shoot here. Trubisky, 27. Mariota, 28. Justin Fields, 29. Poor kid has a horrible team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Brissett yeah. at 30 because he's probably not going to get a full year. And I don't know. Deshaun Watson. He's kind of a, he's kind of a journeyman at yeah. this point. Then I got... Winston, 31. I think you already mentioned him. Yes, then, he's my 20th. And then Tank Commander, Geno Smith. 32? Geno? 32. Okay. Seahawks, Seahawks are going for the old 2-14 and 14 season. They're going for the first pick, baby. Why not? It's a rebuild. But all right, so my 21 through 32. Trey Lance, 21. I think he's the biggest question mark out of all these guys. But he can run the ball, pass the ball. Look decent in the preseason games he's played in now. I'm at 21. I think, obviously, has Debo Samuel, has George Kittle. Yeah. Has a ton around him in that offense, and as Mike Shanahan. So that's a lot around him to help him succeed. I have a 21. Obviously, he wasn't well, ready Shanahan's last year. Old, Mike, Mike Shanahan's retired, right? You mean Kyle. Kyle Shanahan. You're right. Mike's the, the, the father, right? Yeah. 
But he does, I know that Mike actually helps with the game. That was his dad, Mike. though, right? Yeah, so Kyle. Yeah, it is his dad. Yeah. But he, like, goes through game film with him still. He's, uh, yes, Kyle Shanahan, you're exactly right. Kyle Shanahan, obviously being in that system with him and help him out. And then, obviously, he wasn't ready last year, and that's why Jimmy G was in there. But I got him at 21-22, Davis Mills, right around the same era. You had him, big fan of Davis Mills. We were both talking about him. I think he's going to have a good year. 23, Carson Wentz. I think had a decent year last year. Twenty-seven touchdowns, seven picks. I think obviously On a having great team where we think that Matty Ice is going to be the top ten guy. Exactly. So. Frank Reich obviously was a big reason he had a twenty-seven touchdown season. And obviously, yeah. hey, if they thought he was good, they would have kept him. If they they thought they could have won a Super Bowl with him, so you they yeah, traded him. They didn't him. think it. Exactly. They weren't going to. They hey, weren't going to lose. Is, they missed the playoffs. Yeah, because they lost they that game to Jacksonville. Off the divine top rushing attack in the league. In Week eighteen, game. they lost to Jacksonville the last game of the year, and that's what killed oh. them. But so I got twenty-four. Speaking of Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence. And I think with Trevor Lawrence, uh, <clears throat> this is 24 based off what he has. I think next season at this time, when we redo this probably, I think he's around 15. I think right now, though, one more year of rebuilding the stuff around him. I don't think Christian Kirk's really a wide receiver one. They paid him like a wide receiver one at $21 million a year. He's not a wide receiver one, in my opinion, or 23 a year, whatever he got. No, he probably isn't. He's not a wide receiver one. Evan Ingram. Again, though, I don't uh, think you need Jerry Evan Ingram's Rice not great. To have a decent receiving club. But has. Peterson, you know, uh, the former head coach with the Philadelphia Eagles. As Super Bowl champ. Exactly. Pretty solid head coach, Doug Peterson. And then you look at what he has, running backs. Travis Etienne coming off that injury last year, and now is technically his rookie season, even though it's his second year. And then James Robinson. So I think he has good stuff also around him. an injury, though, right? So he's going to be... He's missing some games, too. I think maybe the first couple, probably. But as well, of I now, think the big improvement for the offense is... Hopefully the line's a little better, right? Didn't they? They got they got offensive linemen, and then they also got Trayvon Walker on defense. So maybe the defense is better. It helps, honestly. Well, all the around. defensive line was actually a little underrated. Josh Allen, yeah, he saw it. Um, didn't they beat the Bills? They did beat the Bills. They beat the Bills. Uh, middle of November, first week of November. Beat the Bills beat the Colts. I mean, I think Giants beat the Raiders that day. Patriots beat the Panthers that day. I know that because Mark Washington. Yeah, so I got Lawrence up there just simply because I think he's a great talent. I respect that. I got him 24 just because of what I think he has around him, but I think he can have a good year. I would not be surprised if Trevor Lawrence is a top 15 to 17 quarterback this year. I would not be. Now, here's the thing. This is where you're going to get mad. If what I'm starting you... a team, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. I respect that. I know you've always been a big fan of him. We saw him in person, too, at BC, so that plays a role. But wait, what number did you have Daniel Jones at? I had him 26. Mac Jones, 25. And here's the thing. Wow. Okay. So, so I had Daniel Jones at 12. You had Mac Jones at 12. I have Mac Jones at 25. You had Daniel Jones at 26. So pretty much flip-flop. I put your boy Zach Wilson at 25. I could easily have had Jones maybe at – the highest he could probably go is maybe 23. Okay. In, instead of Trey Lance. I think, I'm giving Trey Lance the unproven commodity and edge. Yes. I think if I maybe, you know, analyzed a little more – because I did this – you know, I did enough analysis here. But if I'm no, analyzing – you get past the top 10, you just – you rifle them through them. Exactly. I think if I, you know, read over this a thousand times, I'd probably start flipping guys more. You know what I mean? But as of now, that's where I had Mac Jones, 25. As I said, I don't like the situation around him. Joe Judge, Matt Patricia, I don't think they have a wide receiver one. Kendrick Bourne, not a wide receiver one. Nelson Aguilar, not a wide receiver one. Tyquan Thornton, I think he's good, not a wide receiver one, even if he's healthy. And then the other guy is, who's the other but receiver? But his ceiling probably is. Jacoby Myers, not a wide receiver one. Yeah, I get that. But So I have him at 25. 20... Would you consider Julian Edelman or Wes Walker wide receiver ones? No, but in that system, they were wide receiver ones. So the volume. I mean, they were both like 100 catch per season guys. Here's the thing, though. I don't care if the guy has 35 touchdowns. I just want the guy to catch the ball and move this, the change. This is not an indictment on Mac Jones, though. 
This is an indictment on Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. I think Mac Jones, good kid. I liked him at Alabama, like we've talked about. I still even give him credit. He had a great throw the other night preseason. I know you don't like Daniel Jones. I did call him Mac Attack. You never give Daniel Jones credit at all. I still give Mac Jones some credit, obviously. You don't give Daniel Jones any. I think think Daniel Jones is on a terrible team that has poor draft strategy. He does. Yeah, they do indeed have that. He doesn't really have much around him. I mean, the Patriots have pretty poor draft strategy, too. It's just like, you know, we do have Bill Belichick. It does help. It does help. But yeah, so I have Mac Jones 25, Ryan Tannehill 26. He's so committed to undo his mistakes, you know, like, he yeah. drafting, but he's going to... He also highest high Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. I mean, I don't know if he's losing control. Because they're getting paid by other teams. True. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's low deals. That's why he's not... Uh, tune into to, to 6, 98.5. They talk about it 24 All day, baby. Felger and Maz. All day. We love the them, though. keeps on giving. Yeah. You, got, you got me into it more, though. I listen to it every now and then, you know, growing up, but... You know, for the past five years, but you got me into it. Yeah. Because they've been on the air for years now, but I was used to listening to EEI a lot more, but I like them in 98.5. Um, so 26, I got Ryan Tannehill, which I think he has a down year. He'd have a great year last year. He Did, could be right. The bottom could fall out on him. I mean, he was kicked out of freaking Miami. So. I think he's regressing, and I think if you look at his numbers last year 21 touchdowns, 14 picks, 270 rushing yards, seven rushing touchdowns, 67% completion percentage. So. Not the best season for him. I know he's better a couple years ago. And like you said before, anything could happen. I mean, the top could fall off on him and he could have a bad year. Going into year 10 in the NFL, fourth year now with the Titans after spending the previous six years with the Miami Dolphins. I always was a big fan of him. I always called him Tanner God, but not that high on him this year. I think no, he has a down year. I mean, it's a run-first offense. He's just a guy who makes play-action passes and hopefully doesn't turn it over. But you said 14 picks last year. It's, it's not great. No, it was not. He had a down year. Didn't play great, obviously, in that playoff game either. So I have him at 26, 27. I got Baker Mayfield, 28. Justin Fields, you said bad team around him, not his fault. So you got, big, you got Baker pretty well. I got 27. Low, 21. I got 27. He's the starter, right? I mean. But the reason I have him at 27, they did just announce he's the starting quarterback. But the reason I have him at 27, I think Sam Donald takes that job at some point. So right. I have him at 27. I've always I would been a big say Donald if Donald guy. takes the job, he would still rank exactly where Baker Mayfield ranks. Okay, I respect that. I would say probably around 22 or 23 right I, now. I think they... I like Donald. Neither guy is going to give much more than the other. I actually would start Baker over Donald because he's winning. stayed upright more. Winning, too. Wins more games, but it's not he's his fault. He's a little bit more of a winner, yeah. Not Donald's I think fault. he brings a little bit better edge, I mean, for what it's worth. Hopefully he's got that chip on his shoulder. Doesn't have much around him, though. That's the problem, Donald. Never really did, but... I've done. They got DJ Moore. They probably got McCaffrey. They got. They got McCaffrey, DJ Moore. Uh, they it's have. A irrelevant team. <laughs> I mean, they don't have much around them. I mean, that division that, is the box and nobody else. They took. A, so. They did take a Kemakwanu though, starting offensive tackle from NC State, sixth in the draft. Very good. Um, that's right, a great so pickup there. DJ Moore is really good. Robbie Anderson, they have as well. Now you big uh, Robbie Anderson. I'm not guy. a Robbie Anderson guy. You are not a Robbie Anderson guy. You've never been though. You've never been a Robbie Anderson guy, even no. when he's pretty good. So Something about him I just don't like. <laughs> not a fan. I know you've never been a fan of him, even when he had some good games in the Jets. So I would have probably Donald around 22 or 23, but I have Baker 26. Justin Fields, 28. I have Baker 27, but Justin Fields, 28. Bad team around him. Mitch Trubisky, 29. I think Mitch, the thing with him is he has Najee Harris, so the ball's going to be moving down the field at least. So he's probably gonna throw I, I think Mitch down. might be getting yanked too if we pick it, maybe. Probably at some point. Probably at some point. Um, 30, Geno Smith. I know you have 32. I think Geno, I think he's, he's okay. I mean, I think he's good. He's not going to be good. I'll I mean, that. really, what's the difference, 30 and 32? That's right. You're not wrong. But he's got experience. Not, year nine in the NFL now, second year with Seattle. Yeah, he's Three got stops last year. 
Five touchdowns, one pick, though, 68% completion percentage last year with a rushing touchdown. So six touchdowns in three stops last year. Pretty good. It's not bad. He's going to get his jaw broken again behind that line. So, yeah, I mean, he's not going to have a, a tremendous year, but I have him as the third worst. He, he's uh, set up to fail. He Anyways. is, but it's, he's a bridge quarterback till they draft you know, first overall next year, probably a second overall, and try to get Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, one of those guys. Phil Jakovic, your boy. You never know. Um, 31, Marcus Mariota, not very high on him. And then 32, Jac- Jacoby Brissett. So, in Brissett, I mean, he's not a bad backup. I, you know, Brissett's okay. See, I, would have, I have Brissett ahead of Winston and Geno just because I think he's – a little bit better version as a backup. He had five touchdowns, four picks in 11 games last year for Miami at the rushing touchdown, 70 rushing yards. He can move a little, but not as much as he used to, I guess, for the Patriots. Yeah, I mean, you got to think he's going to have a little more help being the starting quarterback. Definitely. I think he'd have a... Right? I mean, they yeah. got to actually give him... Jarvis Landry... Know, in the guy. Jarvis Landry just... left. Landry's on the Saints now, but he picked up Amari Cooper. You know, that's who the Browns got now. Okay. Amari Cooper. So. I mean, he's got that great offensive line, though. I mean, that alone should keep him... And Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. If Hunt is there, yeah. But I'm just saying behind the line. You're like He's not getting hit as much as Geno is going to be getting hit or Winston or Fields is going to be getting drilled. You're right. Even Trubisky, he's, not, he's got a bad line. I don't know much about yeah. the Saints. Uh, Saints have a decent offensive Perry, line. Perry playing on the Falcons, they had a pretty bad line. Yes, Falcons have had the worst. If you, you saw that Thursday night game last year. Matt Ryan got killed every play. We were watching that game together. I felt bad for Matt Ryan against the Patriots. He got puffed. It wasn't his fault either. He was throwing the ball pretty much dimes to guys. They were dropping them, but he was getting killed before he could even get it out. But one guy... I mean, these are guys we just feel bad for. They just, well, it's not even about stats. It's just like... Tough situations. Mariota's going to have a tough situation now with Atlanta. Though he's a mobile quarterback, so he can move... I mean, the one you're going to feel bad for is Fields because they drafted him so high, but he's just got nothing to stand behind. Yeah. If anyone is an approximation of the Daniel Jones situation... It's probably Fields. He had seven touchdowns, ten picks Draft, last year. Not a good game. High, Not a good, yeah. No protection. Didn't have too many good games last year, though. Twelve, ten, in, ten interceptions, seven touchdowns in twelve games. Two rushing touchdowns, eighteen hundred passing yards, four hundred twenty rushing Fields? yards. Fields, Fields. Yeah, I was gonna say he didn't have too many great games. He didn't have much around him to help him. So. He's a big guy, though. Like he, he takes some hits. He's a good arm too. He's a good arm. Yeah, but he does have a good situation. Good and another guy, Mariota. Surprised he's going to his eighth year in the NFL now. Is First season with Atlanta, obviously he hasn't started he feels like he's been since 2019. Dude, he hasn't started since 2019. Two and four record in 2019, seven touchdowns, two picks. Before they handed off that job, the Tennessee Titans starting job to Tana God. But two year back up now with the Raiders. Last time playing the game was 2020, so he's not in a good situation either. 17 he just to 28. Does not, he just does not have the throwing touchdown. 226 passing yards with an interception. In that game, he played in 2020 with the Raiders. So yeah, he's not going to be in a great situation. I get him at 31, and then Brissett. 32. So, there we go. There's, there's our Shredders. 32. Nothing, nothing more to talk about those guys. I think, uh, to know Garoppolo, if he plays, I think he's a 15th-ranked quarterback. I so had I got him. him in, I got him in the Kyle Murray spot. I had him, I think, 16 when I was doing it. Which I, don't, I think no matter where he Out of my original think, list. I think I'd golf, but him and Frank should be keeping him. They should keep him, but they won't, right? They, they won't. I mean, imagine Lance gets hurt, though. That would be a, not a bad That's situation. That's what I'm saying. I mean, he's a guy who runs around if he gets hit. Debo Samuel would probably get you know banged up a little this year too. I think he's going to get hurt. But he's going to get hit pretty hard with all those you know end arounds and stuff. So they got to be careful getting Lance hurt or Samuel hurt because if Samuel gets hurt, Lance is going to have a tough time out there. He's only going to really. Yeah, you, know, you know how their running backs get hurt every year. Every year, but they they draft they, well they, though. They Elijah go Mitchell, about six running backs a year, and they're all good. So Elijah Mitchell, Eli Mitchell, as you said last, year, he's pretty good. He's pretty good, but um, it's also just proof you don't need to draft Saquon Barkley. You can pick up six undrafted guys. I mean. 
These running backs are all in good shape. They're going to be fine. They're We're talking Trevor Lawrence, though, is the most highly touted quarterback prospect. Saquon Barkley in the 21st century, besides if you want to say Reggie Bush, was the most highly touted running back prospect coming out of college. So absolutely I understand drafting him at second overall, and I would do it all over again. I would do it all over again. 150% all over and take him at two, and I would take Daniel Jones at six all over again. 100% both of those. Ghetto God drilled both of those picks just to not surround them with enough help. Didn't. Would you feel bad for Daniel Jones, you said? Yeah, I mean, he's got a tough situation. I just, he's been in the league almost too long. He's probably going to end up, this, I, <laughs> I'm going to go too harsh on the guy, but I think he's going to have to land on his feet somewhere else. Yeah, I think he'll probably... Because, which, look at it, how many coaches do you go through before you get rid of the quarterback? Three head coaches, and, and you know what? fourth offensive coordinator, and second GM. Somewhere else too. Not, I mean, most running backs do, right? They leave somewhere like, else. I mean, they don't usually get paid by the. I mean, Todd Gurley, team. you could say, is kind of like a Saquon-ish guy, like all star of his team. Think about and then he and then he becomes a journeyman. Yeah, Gurley had the injuries though before he got to the NFL with that. Yeah, injury. the injuries, but, but I mean now Saquon's in the Saquon didn't have that. Too. He didn't have the. But he's got the injuries the now. He's an injury guy. Not at Penn State. That's why he's a reliable pick at number two. He did not have injuries at Penn State. Yeah, but unreal. he is. An, he is now marked as an injury. You know. He's been dinged up. He's torn his ACL. He has, but it's not his fault. No offensive line help there. I don't think any guy tries to tear their ACL on purpose. It's just you take hits. But that's the thing, though. He got three straight rushes against the Bears, and that's how he, or I think it was two straight rushes at least, right up the middle. And that's a good Bears defense, even though they don't have a great record then and believes in 2020. Well, I mean, he happened. does try to bounce outside. Smith, you, you got to say, he does try Mack, to bounce outside a little too much. Eddie Sometimes Goldman. You just got to lower the head, take the three yards. They had a pretty good offensive uh, defensive line. Eddie Goldman, Khalil Mack, Roquan Smith, Danny Javatham is there. I mean, you don't want to run the ball up the middle two or three straight plays against those guys, especially when you're getting no yards. That's how we got hurt. And then ran to the outside and then ended up getting, you know, tackled or whatever and kind of pushed, and obviously the, the injury happened. But you don't want to run the ball against that Bears ferocious defensive line with Khalil Mack that much. It's not Danny Jones' fault. It's not Saquon Buckley's fault. So that's just how I mean, if he's so good, he should be able to give his own. It's not his fault, but so notable backups. You said Jimmy They'd have G. They had no problem giving the ball to Lynch three times in a row. They didn't give him it in the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's that. true, but hey, not against the Patriots in 2015. They gave it to him on first down. People forget what was that Super Bowl in the 2015 year, right? So, what can you do? It's 2015. Was that Patriots Seahawks uh, Super Bowl? Yeah, it was the 2014 season. Yeah. 2014 season, 2015 Super Bowl. That was yeah. But um, anyways, so notable backups. You had Jimmy G. I think one guy to keep your eye on. And this is if Baker Mayfield, you know, messes up something. I think Sam Donald has a chance of being the starting quarterback at some point, especially considering both those guys are very similar, you know, in similar situations, both in limbo, I guess, in their career. I think he's a guy to keep your eye on. And then another guy, which I think obviously Jimmy G, that's a notable one. I think everyone's going to have their eye on him. I think Drew Locke. I think Drew Locke, maybe keep your eye on him, especially if Geno Smith messes up. I think Drew Locke's decent. I think he's okay. Not decent. I wouldn't say decent. He's okay. He's I mean, okay. he's going to a worse team than he was at before, and he was already doing pretty bad. He's oh, I, I don't know though. He like sh- showed some flashes though. Every you know what though, he's going to have to get in the game because Gino's going to be getting hit like a punching bag. He is. He is going to be getting hit. But if you look at what he did in 2020, 16 touchdowns, 15 picks as a rookie, seven touchdowns, three picks in 2019 with the Broncos, and then last year, two touchdowns, two picks with the Broncos for Drew Luck. But as a rookie, there's shows a promise. Seven touchdowns, three picks, and then 16 touchdowns, 15 picks. And the 15 picks was just bad decision-making. And obviously, he still has that issue. So I think he's probably going to get a chance, and I'll be rooting for him. You know, I don't, never want to see a guy, especially considering when they're in a tough situation, I never want to see a guy fail when they're an underdog. So hopefully he gets a chance. But who's another guy to keep your eye on in your opinion? you got Jimmy G, 
I feel like well, if we're looking at rookies, you got Pickett and uh, Desmond Ritter. And Malik Willis. So Pickett's, Pickett's the kid for um, the Steelers. Yep. Out of you got to figure that team wants to eventually get him in there. Yep. I think if they're out of playoff contention, he probably gets a few starts. And then, obviously, if Trubisky gets hurt, which he could be prone to do, they they know they injuries. I mean, they they're and I mean the Steelers they're kind of like a they're a successful franchise. They don't seem like the type of team that's going to be happy going two and fifteen, letting that top quarterback pick sit on the bench. They'll probably get him in there, see if they, he can mix it up. Definitely, and they've they've had a lot of injuries the Steelers over the last few years. So you never know if their you know, offensive line Trubisky gets hurt. Great. I was going to say though, Najee. I don't think he got hurt last year, but Big Ben got hurt a couple of years ago. Mason Rudolph even got a little banged up a little bit. Doc Hodges was in there, you know, and Rudolph was hurt a few years ago. Um, and then also Juju got hurt last year. So they haven't had really well, great luck. Rudolph injuries. had the thing with the guy, what's his name there? Miles Garrett. Banged him off the head with a helmet. Yeah. That's oh. not exactly a football play. Took him out. Hey, speaking of Desmond Ritter, at halftime right now, 10 to 13 with 143 passing yards for the Falcons. So and he was on him. the Cincinnati Bearcats scene that made a great run last year. College football right? playoff run, yeah. Obviously lost to yeah. Bama, but still made a nice run. Yeah, got smoked. Yeah, um, I don't know. I mean, he's he's probably they want him to get in there. Yeah, he'll probably start some games. So you got Ritter, Pickett to keep your eye on. Obviously Jimmy G, and then who I got? I got Donald, Drew Locke, Heineke. Though you didn't mention for yourself, Heineke. Yeah, I got him in there. I think I think he could be Taylor Heineke, twenty first best if he plays most of the year. Okay, I think if Donald plays mostly, I think he's 22, 23. I, I like Donald. And I think Drew Locke probably would be like 27, 28. Probably still around where Gino is, but I think he's okay. I think he, I mean, I think he gave uh, I think Brady and the Bucks a run for their money that year. The, the Bucks? No, in the playoff game, divisional round. What team is that, you said? He was on He was on the Redskins at the time, and they played Heineke Brady you're talking, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant Drew Locke because I said Drew Locke. He Lock had that nasty yes. touchdown where he evades the sack and runs down the sideline and dove. He had a great play. He looked good. He was a rookie, right? He like dislocated his shoulder on the play or something. Still stayed in, though. Yeah, he was a beast that game. The Bucs, yeah, they almost was. beat them. It was a one-possession game, 20-15 to 15 or something like that. Yeah, it was, that was the closest game the Bucs had all playoffs. Yeah, I think it was 20-15 to 15, if I remember right. Yeah. Which I can check it right now really quick. But I like how Tyro Taylor's going to be getting a lot of games. <laughs> no way. No way. Tyrod ain't getting in. Uh, it was 31-23 was the game. So I, I said five-point game, 20-15. to 15. No, it wasn't that. One-score game. 31-23. was one score, though. Your boy McLaurin had a decent game that game. Six catches, 75 yards. Good game for him. Heineke, 26-44, 306 yards. Passing with the touchdown, interception, and six carries for 46 yards, a touchdown. He had a good game that game. But I think if you look at it, though, I don't know. If, if he started the whole season, I'd probably have him like 25, Heineke, maybe, 26. Um, Donald's probably 23. Um, and then another guy, like you said, Desmond Ritter, I mean, maybe he gets a chance. I'd probably have him probably in that lower 3-2, but that's just because Atlanta has nothing around them. Who knows who did do. But And you said Tyrod Taylor. I don't know. I don't see that at all. No, I, I got Taylor at 20. Tyrod at 26. I think if he starts the whole year, he does just as well as Daniel Jones. Okay. Maybe a little less on the stats, but I think the team finishes. I, I would probably put 25 if he started the whole year. Maybe 23, 24. Ty. 25. <laughs> probably 25. 25 probably, actually. Pickett. Probably 25 as well. I don't think he's going to really be too wowy, you know, rookie quarterback. And the 23, I put where I put Trey Lance. Um, where, would you, where do you think if, let's say, Jameis Winston isn't the starting quarterback, where would you put Andy Dalton? Let's say Jameis Winston gets hurt week four, you know, not playing well. I got Dalton 25th. I got Winston 31st. So I think that he would do better with um, Dalton. You got Winston at 31? I got Winston at 31. I think he's terrible. I got the 20. Well, it's a I long think he's absolutely there. horrendous. 
That's a lot of flip flop. A lot of flip flop. Where do you have Zach Wilson? Twenty five. You said. Got him twenty five. Okay, I went seventeen. I so. put him one ahead of Daniel Jones only because he's going into his second year, so you got to give him a little leeway, maybe. But you know what? He runs around and gets hurt too. So Elijah Moore and Garrett been Wilson doing it in the preseason. Yeah, two to four weeks he's out with that meniscus yeah. injury. Um, but if you look at it though, I mean, did the Jets add... are going to be picking in the top five again. That's the Jets. Yeah, <laughs> and Makai Becton's out for the year, and then obviously they did add though Garrett Wilson in the draft. And obviously have Elijah Moore too. So they've got yeah. solid receiving core there. But does Garrett Wilson play left tackle? I don't think so. No, he doesn't. <laughs> they could use it though. Imagine they could use it. But you're not wrong though. So any other guys you want to highlight? I don't think. So. I don't think so. I mean, nobody of note. And one I, uh, before I was going to say before we we closed out, one guy which I know we're talking Andy Dalton back up for the you know the Saints. My boy, Trevor Simeon. I think he'd be like 27. <laughs> 26, 27, if he got a chance. And you only, you have James at 31, so if he was 27 on my list, that'd be pretty high, I guess. You don't, you're not a big Simeon guy, but he was all right last year, Simeon. Simeon guy. You're, you're not losing a, credibility. You're losing credibility talking about Trevor Simeon. Uh, here's the thing, though. I think if you were to go into that offense, I mean, Michael Thomas obviously isn't you know, great, but he had 11 touchdowns, three picks last year, Trevor Simeon. I mean, those they games have not played. done that much to retool that offense. Since Four stops. Four starts, though. 57% completion percentage, so that's not great. 1,100 passing yards in those four games with, if you look at it, 192 passing yards per game on average. That's not great. But that's because it says that's out of six games. It's not out of his four starts because he you know, played in six games with four starts. But if you look at 11 touchdowns, three picks, and four starts with six games played, that's not bad. I think it'd be like 27. Simeon? Simeon. I think it'd be 27. That's not a hot take because, I mean, 27, I mean, it's, it's, it's already it's pretty bad. I mean, he's, I just don't think he's... At 27, I have Mitch Trub- Yeah, okay. I got Bacon Mayfield at 27. Trubisky, Justin Fields. I- <laughs> yeah, I have Mitch at 29. But here's the thing, much. though. Like you already said, the last eight guys, really, it's really just flip-flop. You know, it's really just fail, you know, your opinion on the guys. So I would have Trevor Simeon somewhere in there, you know, 27, 28, maybe. I don't know. But I mean, of my bottom batch of quarterbacks, I think Fields is the only guy who, even if he struggles, is still going to be, you know. It's not, it's not really his fault. He's got a tough. He's got a tough slate there for a second year guy. He does, but if you look at my bottom nine, one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, my bottom nine here: Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones. Both of those guys are my bottom nine, twenty four and twenty five. But I think both of those guys. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if they're eighteen, surprised. fifteen to eighteen to twenty. Maybe who knows? I'd be more confident in Trevor Lawrence than Mac Jones this year, just because of Joe Judge, Matt Patricia. Don't really have a wide receiver one or a wide receiver two. I guess even they're all you know wide receiver two slash threes. Um, but that's just you know how I feel about that. But it's I, mean, close, I just don't think Belichick wants to ever lose games. So I mean, if these guys are really screwing the pooch, he's going to get in there and he's going to whip them to shape. <laughs> do, do something. He's going to whip them to shape, get them back in motion. Yeah, you never know. But it'll be interesting to see though. Let what Mac happens Jones there. call the plays. He might have to be audibling at the line of scrimmage. You need that. You need that freedom as a quarterback in the NFL. I mean, hey, Brady's pretty much the head coach down in Tampa Bay now, right? And it worked out. Hey, it worked out. They won a Super Bowl. Even with Bruce Arians, Brady was still calling shots there, probably. Probably. You know, got, got Gronk there, obviously, and probably was a big reason they got Antonio Brown because no one's probably going to sign him anyways. But well, they got Julio. Julio now, too. I know, I mean, I know he's old, but, hey, I mean, he doesn't even have to be a number one guy. He's no, he a number three he guy. He <laughs> could be a three or four. Russell Gage, which I think he was would have banged up. Russell Gage, which I think he was hurt, actually, in the first preseason game. But let's say Russell Gage is there, healthy. Julio Jones probably is the fourth receiver, maybe third or fourth. I think Gage is close with them. Yeah, I mean, Gage is kind of like a slot guy, right? Yeah, Gage, is, he's decent, though. He's decent. He missed another practice, actually, today, so an update. But, you know, I think Julio could be a three-slash-four. And that's... And God, yeah, Godwin's enough. out for a bit, right? 
Godwin's out for a little bit, and then obviously they have Mike Evans too, and lost Gronk. So lost Gronk, lost um, Alan I mean, they Moppet. Said the, the old line's a little banged up. Lost but. Jensen, the starting center. Lost the backup center, and then lost Moppet to retirement. So lost two to injury. Jensen, yeah, they got the backup Shaq center. Mason, they got Shaq Mason. Yeah, I think that you'll be tra- you guys traded them there. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we were talking about that. So he knows. We might have mentioned that in an episode before when you were on, but yeah. He's um, a tank. He's a big guy. So they lost Jensen to injury, lost the backup center to injury, and then Moppet retired. And then obviously now losing a couple other pieces around him and Gronk obviously retiring. And who knows? I mean, I think they'll still have a good year. I got Brady too. So I'm not saying he's. And obviously, he, a new head coach. That now. division's pretty bad. Todd Bowles, new head coach. He's got a lot of change around him. But Todd Bowles, Brady's boy. A lot of change around them, but you're right. Yeah, I think they still have a good year. I got Brady at second. Can't be much more rankings. change than going to a brand new team. So Yeah, you're not wrong. Hey, anyways, though, is there anything you want to finish up with before we close this? I don't know. I don't think so. I think, I think we did well. I... <laughs> hey, it's one hour and 32 minutes. I'm actually impressed, especially considering we went down every quarter. We even talked it's with everyone. Jones at 12. That's the big uh, takeaway for everybody. Jones at 12 for there, me was my biggest takeaway. Your biggest takeaway, probably Trevor Lawrence at 14, maybe? I guess so. I think Lawrence at 14 is probably your biggest, and then mine was obviously having Daniel Jones at 12. That's probably the biggest hot take of all. I mean, there seems to always be quarterbacks that were year two. I mean, Burrow went from wherever you thought you would have had him, probably in the 20s. Yes, I had him probably 18. And nobody, I mean, I think even if Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow were in the same draft and Joe Burrow had just beat him in the championship that people would still take Trevor Lawrence over Barrow. Probably, yeah. He just profiles as a better prospect because he's younger, he's bigger. He's Can't have an arm, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, has experience, been, highly touted, He's obviously. been the chosen one since he's, you know. Put on the pads know. in sixth grade, probably. He's been the number one recruit since sixth grade, number <laughs> I one mean, pick. Until he reached the NFL, he like hardly ever lost a game. He didn't. He never lost in high school and really in college. Only lost those playoff until teams. until he was, what, in the championship game of his sophomore year or something? To LSU. In yeah. yeah. And then that third year they lost to... Well, they lose to that third year. Was it Georgia? Mm, uh, yeah, opening night. Maybe. No, that was like last year. Okay, yeah, they lost to Georgia last year, right? No, they lost to Ohio State. That's what it is. You're right. In the playoff. But last year, they did lose with DJ, though, against Georgia, correct? Opening night? They did terrible, yeah. Clemson for Georgia. I was thinking it was Georgia for some reason as a loss. But yeah, actually, then... actually, wait. That was, what, a 10-3 to game or something? Yeah, it was a 10-3 to game. You were right, but... Yeah, DJ was a the quarterback then. I messed up the seasons there. But, yeah, last time he lost really was before the NFL was Ohio State in the playoffs and then obviously to – And then in Pee Wee's. Into Oops. LSU. <laughs> and lost that LSU team that was stacked. And then Pee Wee's, like you said, but that LSU team was stacked. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Oh, yeah, I mean, the, the number of first-round picks on that team was insane. And then the, the, the secondary was elite too. And Joe Burrow was like a fifth-year graduate and Lawrence is like 19. You're right. You're right. They had an elite secondary too, dude. It was nuts how good they were. But hey, that's that's what it takes to win. You gotta have a good team to beat Trevor Lawrence, right? And he, there is some controversy in the game. T. Higgins touchdown that they call offensive pass interference, but should have been a touchdown. <laughs> it was a touchdown. He caught the ball. It should have been a touchdown. But hey, like we said, it takes a lot to beat Trevor Lawrence, right? Took all those five star recruits and all those first round picks and four star recruits. I mean they won a couple of games last year that were surprised. I mean that team could have been that team could have been one seventeen there. Yeah, horrible. I mean, look at the head coach was Urban Meyer, which was head coach ridiculous. brutal, ridiculous luck there, ridiculous luck. But hey, anything else you want to add before we close out? No, that's it for me. All right, we'll, looking, we'll be back on. To ranking the teams. We're gonna be ranking the teams too. Another episode. But anyways, 
Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. Thank you, Mike, the sports guru, Mike Curley, for coming on. What an episode. Always a pleasure having this kid come on. As I said, this kid knows sports better than anyone I know. Football, baseball, basketball, hockey. You need a sports take? Call him. He's the guy to go to. Even if I don't know, I'll give you a take. He's the sports guru for a reason. But anyways, hope you guys enjoyed this. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. Hope you guys have a good one. Thank you.